Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Passes away in flight 00H154. That's flight 00H154. Please approach the gate. Your flight is now ready for boarding. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yah, and Stephen. You learn them boys are crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was actually ready Still for can't that forget stuff. that mahogany bar. <laughs> the mahogany bar. I can't bar. remember mahogany bar. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you can't. <laughs> I mean, I sure did. Because <laughs> you might as well just keep it. They take it rolling and when you're ready, just like, we just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, if the, if the levels yeah. are calm. Yo, yeah. yo, yo. Man says something about gymnastic hood. I was like, wow, this is, this is incredibly creative, boy. For someone who's mad thinking about thing, this on bro. the spot. Mad, Come mad, on, man. Mad, mad, mad. That's a man who doesn't overthink. Bro, the, the, I think that the, the advice Cody gave me was like, just wrap to yourself in the mirror. Oh, yeah. Wrap to yeah, yourself yeah. in the mirror. <laughs> just just yeah, wrap to yourself in the mirror and don't look away. Yeah, Even yeah, when that you mess was up. it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> I feel like to be a good, to freestyle good, though, Mm-hmm. You can't be an overthinker. You just have to go. Like you have to yeah. let go. You have to yeah. completely let yeah. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know and what I mean? Think too much. Yeah. If you if you start <laughs> if you start thinking too much, that's the moment where like you lose it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You lose it because you're you're overthinking. Yeah. It. You're not free. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, 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 mm. I like a, it. That's a Buster style. That's a clickers. I like it. Yeah. That's a clickers. I like it. You just move this out. Yeah. It's more. Shouts out to the Atomico, whatever this. You still don't know what it's called now. Atomico, whatever. I can't remember. This is the Chaotica. 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 Yeah. Yeah, we are in the building right now, man. Yeah. It's actually mad. Like, the last time I was in here, completely different. And now, you have just, like, set the vibes right now. Like, where are we? Well, guys, we're in Southeast. Yeah, Somewhere in Southeast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're from South London, if you're from South West London, mm-hmm. I feels like I feel as though South East London is like completely, completely different place. Yeah, so yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like different. you can't get the tube there. <laughs> Where to, to what? Hey. To South East, bro. You gotta get overground. Yeah, there's oh, no yeah, such thing true. as tube in South true, East. True, true, true. <laughs> true, true, true. So, so it was always one of those places, yeah, that you kind of go to mm-hmm. if you're meeting someone or there's an event. Sweet one. Yeah, I'm not really. Sweet one. I'm not really. I don't know what you're talking about. Ponderock, sweet one. I'm not really familiar with with the area in it. So <laughs> even when we was when we was coming here, mm-hmm. I'm just standing outside. Like a Wally with my hood on in the rain. I messaged Kara like, yo, do you know Co's in the studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously we, we found it. But um we're here, we're at Undeniable Records. Yeah. Undeniable this is Undeniable Studios, this one. Undeniable Studios. Yeah. Is there a record Undeniable Records? Yeah, Undeniable Records, Undeniable Studios, Undeniable Films. And then we have the umbrella which is called Undeniable. So that's it. the one that and yeah. I must say, it's undeniable that the setup in here Jeez. is crazy. I like that incredible. segue there. <laughs> um, I'm definitely no sound man, mm-hmm. but I've learned about eyeballs and chaotic eyeballs. <laughs> chaotic I've learned eyeballs. about Drake's setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I've seen Alexa do things I didn't know were possible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yo, yeah, for real. Yeah. Man, I'm told Alexa to turn on the studio lights. <laughs> <laughs> I've I was seen like, what? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Alexa's got to do, yeah, it's got to do the right thing. Fam. <laughs> do you know what it is? I'm just like, my time's very precious to me, innit? Mm. So even clicking a button to turn things, I'm just like, that's long, man. I've yeah, got stuff man. to do, fam. I hear it. Where like, Alexa, turn the lights. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's not in here. Cause <laughs> no, because I've done that before. I've been with someone and give like gone to say as a figure of speech, like, oh Alexa, turn it, and it's actually just done, changed everything oh, we're filming. Yeah, yeah. We um so as part of this podcast, there's yeah. three others, sorry, two others. Yeah. And we um if we're not with Kieran, mm-hmm. who's obviously our expert when it comes to sound yeah 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 we're screwed bro like it takes <laughs> it takes like half an hour <laughs> to, set up, to set up just just yeah. you see what you did yeah. now yeah. like this this would give us high high <laughs> levels of stress high blood pressure high blood pressure high yeah. levels of stress so yeah. um no in all seriousness we're in the studio which is it's got every piece of equipment i'm mm-hmm. looking around as i say this that one could imagine yeah it's a really beautiful self and again thank you for having us here. Yeah, i appreciate sure, it it's really all the stuff it, that sure. i did imagine Mm, Do you know what I mean? I mm. think that's that's always been a big thing to me, like imagination and then manifestation. So mm. these are the things that were in my vision board and that I used to have just in a shopping cart that I knew I couldn't afford, but they were there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So when you said that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is actually the, the feeling. But before we introduce our guest, if you're listening on whatever day you're listening to us, you're tuned into the Hour Phone podcast, a show brought to you by four Londoners, capturing and sharing stories of inspiring people while sharing our own. In the building, we've got myself, Kieran, and Yaf. And we've got a very, very special guest, like, just on the show. A person that, for me, I've been following for such a long time. We've, like, connected, we've chatted over and over again. He's a producer, a music artist, a community champion, an actor, a fucking, <laughs> like... Soon to be music mogul mm, is my brother, Coda. I'm here, man. Thanks like, for having me. Yeah, bro. bro, bro come me. on, man. Like, Both of you, man. Appreciate oh, it. Honestly, a shout out to Stephen and shout out to Kwame who aren't with us, yeah. obviously, because they are. Stephen's in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Kwame's out in Amsterdam, and we would love to have this conversation oh, with big you up, anyway. Man. Big yeah. up, But um, yeah, bro. Like honestly, this is. I feel like this conversation has come at a, a dope time. I think in your journey. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Remember when we, we, we talk, we spoke maybe like two weeks ago when we was on set. Yeah. And I was like, bruv, there's a different energy about the way that you're moving and I can <laughs> feel it. And now I'm in your place now yeah. versus, I think it might have been a, a year ago maybe. Yeah, it was yeah. like the summer. Yeah, yeah, about a year ago, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like... Because we done the, yeah. the script, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah. had like a, like a little like get together where we just brainstorming some ideas with Abdu yeah. uh, and Julian. Shout out. Shout out to both of them. And to come back into the space and see it for what you've, as you said, manifested, I'm just like, yo, I was right about my feeling about Coda two weeks mm. ago where I said, so I, I told you after the story, mm. we were, um, were on the way to um, Abby's shoot, right? Mm-hmm. And I've jumped in a car and Coda's just on the phone, but he's just patterning business. He's, like, talking to his brother out in New Zealand, talking about this and that. And I was like, <laughs> something feels different about Coda. And then we had a conversation, and he's telling me about some of his events that he, he had recently returned from, which we'll get into, we'll unpack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, you're moving, like, 
like, and you know what it was? I think it was, I think Koda realised what time meant in it, like, to him and what he wanted to do with his time. Mm. So I was like, yeah, so stepping in today, bruv, yeah, mm. I, I, re- I really feel the energy and I'm glad that we're nah, here to finally it, chat to you, innit? Yeah, when you guys said you wanted to, like, come to the studio to do it, or, you know, he's like, can I come to the studio to do it? I was like... I, I appreciated it because I'm like, yeah, like, I don't want to leave this space. Mm-hmm. I've spent my whole year like out of this space too yeah. much. And I'm like, I just, even if it's whatever it's for, I want to, you know, I want this to be the, the space because I feel like this is where I'm going to be my most honest version of myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm out, yeah, sometimes when I'm outside and you catch me in another setting, it's hard not to just turn into character. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, what I mean is basically when I'm in different environments, I'm like a chameleon, right? So I will maybe tune into different sides of myself. If I'm, if I'm in a jazz club, I want to talk about my brain is going to search its internet and it's going to think about everything it knows to do with jazz to have a conversation about jazz. So it's going to talk about... Donny Hathaway, Coltrane, like it's going to talk about all these people to familiarise myself with that environment. Do you know what I mean? So if we, was to, if we was to have done this at Soho House or whatever, then my brain might be thinking about, like, networking. My eyes might be looking at who's going past and I might be... Do you know what I mean? I might be thinking, oh, let me... Let me... Let me... Let the angle be a bit more, like, entrepreneurial and, like, let me talk about stuff from this angle. Whereas when I'm in the studio... It's Coda the creative talking mm. about all these other things, but it, everything goes back to being a creative as opposed mm. to being like a businessman or and all these yeah. other things. But ultimately, I'm a creative. Even if if I start a company, it's because there's a problem I want to solve creatively. I don't have like a no no offense. I don't have like a finance company or anything like that. Like my company is a creative company. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like being in the studio, it's just. It's just super authentic to me. Mm. It's, it's interesting, right? Like, the whole notion of environment and how it subconsciously mm-hmm. impacts the way you think, what you talk about. Um, I wanted to ask you a quick question. So you mentioned you're a creative. Mm-hmm. We spoke a lot about how you try to be super efficient, whether mm-hmm. it's Alexa, whether it's apps, whatever it may yeah. be. That suggests that you're a man with finite time. Mm-hmm. What are you... Like, how would you define yourself? Like, to people who are listening now... Mm-hmm. who haven't heard of you before, how do you define who you are as a person? What do you do? What do you get up to? Um, I think about this a lot, you know, because <laughs> I, I deal with, like, decks and pitching and it's always a refined version of whatever anything is. It's like, turn it into a sentence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say, ultimately, I'm a creative chameleon. So... Yeah, I'm super creative and I'm a comedian. That's that's how I would sum it up. But my the question was like my day, like what is what was it again? It's more how you define yourself. So the, yeah, creative chameleon. And I'm someone who's I'm a giver, I like giving. I like um helping people see beyond their own limitations. Um I like sticking up for people. Um, I like good conversations. I like soul music. Soul music's like my, that's my, 
that is the that's just the best thing to ever touch <laughs> this planet. Like soul music, um, super super enthusiastic. Um, I, I'm not someone who I don't really doubts. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm just. I'm, I've got like a like an irrational self belief. <laughs> no, I, I hear it. It's like irrational. Toxic I positivity. I hear yeah, it. no, literally. It's to. I'm, yes, no. Yesterday I was on the train, right, and you know, running a company is is it's financially heavy to do that, right? Mm. Because people's salaries, you've got a lot to account for, right? And I said to my, I came out of a, a direct debit came out of my account, right? And when you're running three, four companies, your direct debits are not. A Netflix. <laughs> this is it's not a lie. This is a year ago. You took out an Adobe subscription, mm. which was five hundred and something pounds. We get hit with that from You've got, time as well. You took out Adobe. You took out a, a Antares subscription, which was an X amount. You took out all these subscriptions last year, this time last year, and they all decided to go back, 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 back at yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah. And I wrote a bar, Licking and I was like, head, "Yeah, I wrote a bar, and I'm like." I was like, it was something about one direct debit away from a KO or something like that. Or something like, you just never know. Like, mm. a direct debit could just spin you. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I think... Um, what, what was my original point? This is what I do. My brain just goes off. You're you talking, <laughs> you talking about how you're irrationally... Um, yeah, positive, yeah positive. that's what it was. I, I Yeah, so I saw the direct debits come out and I was like, Codes, when are you ever going to just be like, bruv, this is too much? But then I, I said to myself, I don't know if... I don't have that in me. Mm. And then I said, is that normal? And I wanted to ask someone that, but I didn't know who to ask. And I was like, is it normal to, like, life to just hit you with bare things, direct debits or life things, or and you're just like, all right, I'm going to deal with it. Do you know what's really interesting about you saying that? You're actually sitting with one of those people in this <laughs> oh, building. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Please. Because my, my friend to my left of me, mm-hmm. Yafi Downs, is yeah. actually one of those people that yeah. life, he, things happen to him in life, mm-hmm. positive or negative. And I've, I've never met a person, uh, apart from mm-hmm. you as well, and him, who, like, when they're under the cosh or things are happening, they just, you just find a way to just be like, cool, that's... That's how, how it is. That's what it is. And it is, for me, it? and like, the blessing that I've had by, like, knowing the both of you is that, like, I know that you could just get through it. Mm. Like, it's, it's, it's such a, it's so, it's such a, like, mind fr- a mindset change where you're like, all right, switch your head into a positive way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And the thing that you're worrying about doesn't necessarily become too, too mm. grounding or mm-hmm. too, too, like, mm-hmm. doesn't bog you down mm-hmm. too much, in it. So, bruv. Don't worry about that, yeah. that, that, that way of thinking, innit? Yeah, I was, <laughs> my, I was on the train and I was like, bruv, do you have a breaking point? That's a good question, though. I had to ask myself that. I'm question. like, but then it scared me at the same time because I'm like, if I don't know whether I have a breaking point or not, mm. if I ever get to a breaking point, what does that look like? But then I, don't, I, I don't think you'll know until, until it happens. No, no, I don't think you'll know that you've reached a breaking point. Mm. So you'll probably have a very testing time, mm-hmm. get through it, and it won't be until after you've dealt with it that you've realised, like, fuck, that was actually... That yeah. was it. Yeah. But because of the way you think, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you're going to get through it because you're not going to be broken in the moment, but it will have adverse effects afterwards. That's what I've experienced. Yeah. Mm. That that makes sense to You me. deal with it retrospectively. 
that that actually makes sense. Cause I do reflect back and I'm like, oof, that was a close. Yeah. I was gonna say, cause like, <laughs> and we're gonna get into your story as well, cause, yeah. cause like it's such an interesting and inspiring story, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, you've gone through so many different iterations in your life mm-hmm. that if you didn't have that thing inside you, you would have given up long time. Mm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. Before we get into that, like every show and every episode that we do, we ask our guests and each other um, a question. And the question basically is, what made you smile in the last seven days? And we do that for a reason which is basically about like showing gratitude or like showing love to the things that we have in our lives and to kind of ground, ground us and level set us in our conversation and with each other. So... Bro, as your our guest, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, like, what's been making you smile in the last seven days? I say my godson's been with staying at my house with his dad for like the last two or three days. Mm. And just seeing him just super like happy was I, I and his dad was like, brother, he's so thankful, like he's just do you get what I mean? Like, How he's had the he? time of his life. He's seven, six. Nice. So it was like, he's had the time of his life. And I was just like... I said to his dad, I said, bro, that is... That's my Christmas present. Like, yeah. I don't want anything. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? That is... There, there's nothing that anybody can give me or anything that is going to top that. Because mm-hmm. that is a feeling that, you know, I want to... I want to feel, you know, you want your godson to be able to come to your yard and, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> that was a good feeling. I'm not going to lie. When he said that, I said, bro, that's the best Christmas present ever. That's so close to Christmas, to hear that, mm. you know? So, you, yeah, that was... Do you feel like you're you're ready for your own children? <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. But I think, but I think that, um, that point there... <laughs> Kieran already trying to throw a man under a bus. I think think that point there dives into what you said earlier about the fact that you're a giver. Mm. That you're someone that takes a lot of um, joy from bringing joy to other people. Yeah, man, it's the best thing, man. Mm. Like, I don't know, this human experience, I think it boils down to a few things and I think one of them is like sharing joy, man. Mm -hmm. Just sharing it, you know, like... A lot of the the stuff I do is with the idea of wanting others to experience whatever I have access to. I want them to have access mm. to. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Do you so, know what I mean? Just because yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. feel, I know what it feels like to be that kid and just go without. Mm. I wasn't allowed a computer when I was a kid because I had like um, addictive personality. Right. Okay. So my mom identified that young, so she was like. No computer, no computer games. I didn't have any of that. I'd go to my cousins and, like, stay in the room all day, like, playing wow. PlayStation. And my mum would literally have to be, come drag me out or tell them, like, he's not allowed on it. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So by the time I finally got a computer, I'd utilised everyone's computers around me, Fruity Loops on everyone's computers. If I'm, if I'm going to be at my auntie's for more than three hours or two hours, maybe, like, I'm downloading Fruity Loops on her computer. Like, it's... it's that's me. Do you know what I mean? So I, I done that to the point where my mum finally got a computer for the house. And then when, by the time I'd got that computer, I just, I brought the whole ends to my house. Because I'm like, yo, I want everyone that wasn't allowed a computer. Or come through. Yeah, That's come true. Do you get what I'm saying? And how old are you at this point? I was probably about 
14 or 15. And you're already like bringing computer. people together. Yeah, maybe around, yeah, around 14, 15 when I got my first computer and I was bringing the whole ends to my house. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I'd gone to other places and learned how to use music software and stuff. Yeah. And then, again, it was that thing of like, I want everyone to be able to experience this, to be able to feel like, hear what their voice sounds like recorded. But not only recorded, like, with a nice little mix down, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just go to other places and just pick up little gems on, like, how to mix and certain things. And then by the time I had my yard, I was able to teach others. And yeah. it just, mm-hmm. I don't know, because I feel like sometimes in life, there's a lot of hiding the key and yeah, hiding yeah. joy from people. Facts. And I'm like, if I've got a key to, to something or, or, or a box of joy, like, I want to share it. Mm. Where do you think that comes from? Like, where, where where does that originate? You wanting to, like, bring people together and also, like, sharing an element of joy that you have with other people too? Um... I think it comes from my nan. Mm. Um, my nan and my mum. Mm. Because just watching them growing up, their doors was always open. Long lost cousin comes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a plate for him. <laughs> yeah. No questions asked, did it? <laughs> Long lost cousin comes. No one ain't seen him for older for more years than I've been alive. <laughs> I don't even know you properly. <laughs> Heard about you. Yeah, yeah. But you will pull up out of the blue rain, got rain on your coat, like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Pull in, unzip your thing, and get him back. Auntie, so, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And then walk in and there's a plate. <laughs> Granny's made enough food to not only feed everyone in the yard, but to feed the long lost cousin. Someone that she wasn't expecting at all. Like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she ain't yeah, seen yeah. for 20 years. And they've come with their hungry belly. <laughs> <laughs> My ugly little cousin, you get me? That I just met. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like... It's just been ingrained in your DNA. It's just been ingrained sort of in like... And as well, I've, there's a lot of things in life that have stolen my joy. Mm. Okay. And people have been in control of that mm-hmm. at a certain point in my life. And... I just never wanted people to feel that. I used to want to be a footballer, right? Mm. I haven't got the injury story or anything like that. I have. You have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens, bro. It happens. So it's like, I used to want to be a footballer. And then I was all right. I, w- I never thought, at the time I thought I could go pro in it. But now I look back, I'm like, I wasn't pro level, right? But I was good. Like, we won the Sunday league and all that. <laughs> like Bexley, Bexley <laughs> Cup. Yeah, yeah, we won yeah, the, yeah. We was top of the Bexley league. A-League, won the Cups and all of that. And I was good enough to be in a squad like that, right? And the coach just didn't like me. And it's not one of them ones where I'm sick and he's just not putting me on. It's like he would actually have the whole team screaming at him, the parents, put Nico on, put him on. Like, we need him on. Like, <laughs> because I was quick and yeah. I had a one little shot in me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I had a one little I got that shot off. <laughs> Like, it's dangerous, yeah? And I was just quick, so I had pace and I could shoot, right? But my, t- my, I would run the whole pitch and fall on the floor. My balance was terrible. I was one of them, man, just no balance, man. Like, mm. So, watching that coach constantly rob me of moments where, like, the whole of the pitch is screaming at him, put mm. Nico on, 
And he's purposely going out of his way to not do that because his son had an issue with me in school. Wow. And the issue his son has with me in school is based on I'm just a popular youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just a popular youth. And when I'm not taking no, no girl from you because we went to all-boys school. <laughs> so it's not like there's a girl you fancy and I'm like, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. The, girl fan- the, the, the girl fancies me, you fancy the girl. and all. No, it's not even a, that situation. Just tapping into an insecurity. You're just insecure. My confidence just makes you insecure. And then that has a ripple effect into my actual passion. Mm-hmm. And as I said, someone was able to rob me of that joy. I used to wake up, go training, um, go in my garden, practice, do all of this stuff to go to a match, to be left on the bench, mm. and then come on and make a difference. Mm. And then think, yeah, I've scored two goals. Must get a little start next week or a run out or whatever. I was a right mid. You'd have the right mid that started most of the games telling the coach, listen, I'm tired. So and he'd go, he'd go and put on, he'd go put on a defender in his place yeah, and put the mad. defender right mid. Yeah, That's all mad. Exactly. That... And so my uncle had to actually yeah. one day just really, like, have a conversation with him, and then he just, I remember he just walked off while my uncle was speaking, and it was that's when we realized no, he actually has a. Yes, when I got issue. to the de- the details of it, it was like his son just didn't like man. Adults should never do that to children. Bro. Yeah, bro. Like, never ever. But it's, it's also it's like we always speak about the impact of sport mm-hmm. and the, the positive or negative impacts it has on your life. It sounds mm-hmm. like I had more of a negative one in this yeah. instance, but sport is just such a... Sport is life, we say. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's, um, it taught you some early lessons because, mm-hmm. I mean, you can probably argue the industry's like that. Yeah. You know, the corporate yeah. games like that. So I think there's a, there's a lot to be learned. Um, the one thing, I mean, we've kind of dived a little bit into where your positivity comes from, mm-hmm. your openness. Um, but what would you say is the context with a K? Jeez, Jeez come on. I like that. That <laughs> we need to know about your life that's kind of led, led to you being the person you are today. <clears throat> and we can start from wherever you want to start from. Yeah, for real. Um, so it starts with me as just a hyper kid. <laughs> Hyper, always hyper, just... Did they try to slap you with the ADHD tag? They didn't, probably just because my mum... Even if they did, my mum wouldn't have subscribed to it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wouldn't have told me, because my mum's very, like, into self-diagnosis in the sense of, okay. like, if you if I tell you that you've got this or you're that person, you're going to believe that, mm-hmm. and then... Self-fulfilling prophecy. That's that's what that's it, yeah. self-fulfilling prophecy. So yeah. she'd, if, if anyone did say that to me as a kid, like, you need to get them checked or whatever, and she did, she just... Nah, I think she would tell me if I had ADHD. But maybe she... I don't know. She She's just very careful about what she was exposed me to as a kid, right? Got it, yeah. And, and she's super open-minded. So I was just a hyper kid. Um, I'm one of the ones where, like, you get to with your older family and they're like, yo, when you was a kid, you was bad. And you're just like, yeah, sorry, honey. You know what I mean? You know, you chilly with you know what I'm saying? Sweet, while you bring her around the family, and they just they just say, Yeah, story time. They're just like giving her a woman. Like, you know what I mean? It might, on a, it might be on a cycle. <laughs> you, you could turn back into that again. <laughs> my mum threw me under the bus like that a couple That's times. What I'm, exactly, bro. <laughs> Not a couple once, actually, with my girlfriend now. Yeah, once she, is uh, enough. <laughs> Wait, I, threw me onto, I, I, I don't think I could do that, to be honest with you, but I can't yeah. have no war stories with my girlfriend. <laughs> 
<laughs> my mum was snitching to me. <laughs> yeah, bro. But yeah, they will tell you, fam. Yeah, he was... Uh, so, and then your girl will look at you like, oh, you're not like that now, but you kind of are, but you're not. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll put dots together. But yeah, so, yeah, super, just just positive, you happy. Um, and then I, I, I was epileptic as well. I don't know where, where it went. Oh, really? really? Yeah, I've got, I remember, I speak tomorrow, I remember like being a kid and going to hospital because I'd have epileptic fits when there was like mad lights on me. And now I'm like, I'm right under the light. You want the light, then, right, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Crazy, isn't it? Now so I ironic. But back then, apparently, like, I used to sit so close to the TV because um, I'd get super engaged in mm. everything I'd done. Mm. So if it's the TV, I'm up close. I'm trying to see every detail. Bam. The right light goes, or the wrong light goes off and then have an epileptic fit, go to hospital. So that's, like, early memories. And then I remember being, like, just naughty in primary school throwing chairs at teachers oh wow and, yeah I was that oh, okay that okay alright alright aggressive all right. naughty <laughs> okay. you know what I mean um, and then we lived in uh, just like a traditional household like my dad would, would stay with us and then he had his own place but I pretty much grew up in a house with like mum was there dad was present at a certain age and then I lost my little sister yeah, so I lost my little Shit. sister to a, um, a hit and run incident. No, oh, man. Yeah, when I was like, I can't remember how old I was. I need to ask my mom. Maybe I was like six or seven. Oh, my God. I was super young, but I saw it. I saw everything. The whole oh. family saw it. Yeah, so that just spanned everything. Oh, that's when, snap. Yeah, that's when it was like, you go from this house where, you know, your mum's... I don't know, you just see your whole reality shattered. Yeah. Because... Now you're on a different trajectory. Uh, someone asked me the other day, and it, it, was, it was having a deep conversation. It was like, bruv, do you ever think about, like... And it was like, not in a mad way, not in a mad way, like, because it's a sensitive subject. Mm. It was like, do you ever think about what it would be like if your sister was still here? Mm. Mm. And I deeped it, and I was like, I wouldn't... I probably wouldn't be doing music. Really? No, nah, because I don't... I don't have early memories of music being played in the house like that. You know how you hear some stories where yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I don't, I don't we used have, to have reggae on every yeah, Sunday. I don't, have, I don't have early memories like that. If it was happening, I don't have memories of it. Okay. Um, my mum was, at the time, I think she she was still working in, like, a travel agent, had a nice job, like, you know, we had our own place in... It wasn't in Brockley, it was um, Hither Green or Lee Green or something. We had more of a, quote-unquote, traditional household. Right. So then when that happened, that's when it's like clothes in the hallway, there's dishes, there's this, there's that, there's... It just... Be- everything just became chaotic. Everyone's mm. dealing with it in their own mm. way. Exactly. Mm. It's, it's chaotic. And then when they asked me that question, I was thinking, I may have gone down... I might have been a lawyer. I might have been something else because mm. I might, my mum could have encouraged me to... There's nothing wrong with uni. I never went uni. There's nothing wrong with going uni. But mum could have said, like... She was a bit more traditional. She could have said, oh, go down that route. Do you get what I'm saying? And that could have changed my whole trajectory. Mm. Wow. So when they asked me that the other day, I was really thinking about it, man, because that's my... My sister's literally like my angel. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. time I'm going through something or Deeper something purpose. happens, I just hear her just be like, big bro, you got this. Mm. You know, like that feeling wow. where you're like, fuck this, my sister's hair. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's chatting to me? Do you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll battle the, the, the humans, she'll battle the, the demons. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we, we got this. So, um, yeah, that was that's what I say that changed everything. When that happened, I think my mum 
she took us to St. Lucia for six months. So I went to Is that where you guys are originally from? Yeah, St. Lucia okay, in Jamaica. Nice. Beautiful. So I went to St. Lucia for six months. Carrying on bad out there in school, but they're allowed to hit you. Yeah, there. I was gonna say, but that's 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 <laughs> you go there with your kamikaze behavior. Yeah, you go there with your with your you know with your English kind of yeah, shut yeah, up yeah. Oh, the London nah, arrogance, nah, nah, bring yeah. your ass to the oh, front and hold out your hand, bro. Mm. That's that was what it was the first time. Um, I wasn't warned. Ah, mama with the mama warned. Some man's guy in school. And I'm Everyone's thinking, looking like, bro. I'm rushing home. I'm rushing home. To tell my mum so my mum can come up here and bad them up. Because you know, as a youth, yeah, when someone does something they're not meant to do, you just can't wait to tell yeah, yeah, your mum. Yeah. Right? Because your mum's always blaming you for something. So you're like, no, no, no. Come in. This time get, it wasn't. Mum, the teachers hit me. She's like, yeah, they're allowed to. <laughs> Your mum didn't warn your purpose. Your mum didn't warn your purpose. Yeah, I'm like, I've got six months here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you start recalculating. Because I, I used to schedule my badness. <laughs> this is crazy. So I would what say, are you yeah, talking about? I'll schedule my thing. You scheduled your badness. Schedule my thing. I'll say, yeah, I've got to teach like this today. To next day, I'm going to disrupt this class. Or, yeah, I've got science. I'm going to be with my man. That's my G. Yeah, me and man, like, you get me, Twicky. My little cousin, Twicky. You get me? Yeah, us man are going to... Like, you start... Calculating chaos, bro. He's <laughs> calculating. He's literally... You start saying, yeah, like, yeah. Thursday, I got that teacher. Yeah, I'm scheduling or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it messed up my whole plan. Like, they had a mango tree, coconut tree. And I used to say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to... In my head, I used to say, I'm just going to climb it one day. I'm just going to come out of class and just climb it. Yeah, yeah. Blood. Man, I had to change the whole schedule, blood. Mm-mm. I remember actually one time trying to climb the coconut tree and the teacher just pulling me back, like hitting me while I'm climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you climbing the coconut tree, fam? You know a coconut tree? You have to have tech, you have yeah, to actually yeah, you hug have to have it. Pro- and a proper you have to, to bear climb. hug it and like climb up, blood. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you're doing that with your school uniform on. But, but Coach. <laughs> Why? Coach, do you think that like, <laughs> all right, do, you, do you think that it was like uh, a consequence of like, you losing your sister and that behaviour being exhibited because, like, that was your way to kind of communicate that you were potentially going through what you were going... Like, you're grieving, isn't mm. it? Or do you feel like that was kind of a, a part of it? it? Looking back, it could have been. I was naughty before it, mm-hmm. my, my sister mm. um, transitioned, but it could have been a part of it. But you're so young, you don't have a root of trauma yet. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? You, you're so young, you don't... You can't really pinpoint it. There's no rationale. You're just, no, you're just, do, you're just being. You just, I just every moment, you're just disrupting the class, mm. or you're you're the class clown, or you're getting in trouble. I'm the type of person when my family get together and they tell stories. They say I used to do stuff like, I'll just be chilling, I'd walk off, I'd disappear, and I'll come back. I found my auntie's leg shaver and I've shaved off half my head. <laughs> And I've come back and watch cartoons like it's normal. But you know what's, like, you know what's you know interesting? What it's, like, it's like... You know when it's stuff like that, when it's like... And I'll come back, I'll either come back and sit down like it's normal, or I will go and put on a hat that they've never First seen me wear before. Look up back looking like Sideshow yeah. Bob, Bruv, I'll go and find a hat that I've never put on before, <laughs> and I'll just be in the front room with this hat thinking no one's going to say, wait, why has he got the this hat Arnold on? Trim, Let bruv. me take this again. Yeah, no, literally, literally, Hayachi from Tekken. Yeah. Yeah, blood. But I, you know what's funny, though, yeah? So, so I was really naughty when I was yeah. young as well, which is 
weird because I'm like the most chilled guy now. Yeah. But my naughtiness was kind of like pushing things to the edge to see how far I could take yeah. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but now, like as I'm a grown up and adult, that actually has manifested itself in a in a positive way. Yeah. Where it's like now I'm trying to see how far I can push the limits and how far we can yeah. take ideas and blah blah mm-hmm. blah whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like kids' naughtiness can also actually be turned into something really really positive. 100%. And like sure. you shaving your head or trying to climb the coconut tree I think just shows that you always wanted to do things in a totally different way Factual. always Factual. you know even today I had one of my old youth workers I see him upstairs and this was a guy um got a big him up bust I think he's buster I got a big him up though um there's always a buster in, in yeah. every like community <laughs> in it yeah there's a buster yeah <sighs> shouts out to Buster. was there one in yours yeah, yeah. Buster was my neighbour in, in Brixton, Angel Town. Yeah. Oh, is it? Was, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. was he black with dreads? Not dreads, but he, did he did he used to... Was it didn't have dreads. Did he do music? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. I was too young to know, but I just the remember I, the name the Buster. The one I worked with yeah. was a youth worker in Brixton. Is it? And he Maybe used, to, he used to be Big Nasty. Could even be. Yeah, Big Nasty's youth worker, everything. Probably. But he came today, yeah. and he was just like... Um, he was just talking about, like, the past and everything like that. And I was just deep in it. I was like... When he was talking about what I was like in youth club and stuff like that, and then he takes out his camera, and this is when I clocked it. He takes out his camera, he's filming my studio, and he goes, yeah, man, Coda's doing his thing, man. You know, he's, he's always been a bit different. You get me? He's always been a bit... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. He's like always that. been a bit exactly. different. And now, like I, and that. he said that. He's like, now I can see it because mm. he's got his art up and... I can see what it's turned into. Mm. And it just goes back to what you're saying, like, pushing the boundaries eventually, like, it just becomes part of your character. And I think when you are young, like you're saying, you do have them urges to be like, nah, like, what if I shave the side of my head? Like, do you know what I mean? I'm not doing it because I'm just trying to be naughty. It's me, it's an expression. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was, um, when I originally started, like, Art by Coda, which is my um, art brand, right, that that surrounds us in the studio, Mm -hmm. This originally started from me, like, drawing on my clothes. So I would draw on all my clothes. As a youngster? As a... Yeah, no, as a youngster, I'd draw on my walls. <laughs> so my mum would come back into my room, paint the walls white. A couple months later, I've gone from one scribble, two scribbles. Before you know it, there's a whole wall yeah, that yeah, I've yeah. written on. Before you know it, then I've got my bedrooms to all leave messages on my wall. So my wall just looked like a mad art attack room, right? <laughs> so then that turned into... Um, me being around Ryan Hawaii a lot, um, who's like a designer, and he used to draw on clothes, and then he inspired me to kind of be like, oh, right, I do art. Let me start putting my perspective on clothes as well. Mm. So I started drawing on clothes, and I remember that everyone around me would be like, you shouldn't be drawing on your stuff. Like, these are nice clothes. And I used to be like, I'm making them nicer. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I'm making them nicer. And they'd be like, no, like... But I'm drawing on, like, Aquascoot and Burberry. Like, I'm drawing on expensive things with the idea that, like, I'm making it better. Like, I'm I'm not... I'm making it more unique to me. Yeah, you're personalising it. Everyone's got this Burberry shirt. They haven't got the Burberry shirt that's got this, this, this little word on it or this sentence on it, like... But no one could just see it at the time. They're just looking at the fact that I'm drawing on Burberry and it's the worst thing in the world. Mm. Like, you're drawing on Burberry. But as black people, sometimes we worship these brands. Yeah, and facts. I wanted to just destroy that. I just wanted to destroy that and be like, yo, like, yeah, I'm drawing on Burberry. Yeah, I'm drawing on Gucci. Yeah, I'm drawing on these expensive items. Mm. And I'm making them more unique to me. Mm-hmm. And I think just circling back, it does go from that thing of being a youth and 
just been wanting to express yourself. Yeah. But then getting older and old enough to start living on your own terms when no one can tell you anything. Yeah. And even if they even if they do, you don't have to listen. When you're a kid, if my mom tells me stop drawing on my walls, I'm gonna try and draw smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try and draw like until it's not noticeable. But eventually enough small drawings as we watch Art Attack when he puts like <laughs> Little things down. Shout, shout, out, to shout out to Art Attack. Yeah, man. shout out to yeah. legendary yeah. kids. Yeah. Was, it, was it No Clark? Uh, Neil Harris. Neil Harris. Yeah, Imagine if it was yeah. No Clark. Was it Neil Harris? No. No, it wasn't No Clark. You got your film here. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I think it was Neil Harris or Neil something. Neil Harris, somewhere like that. But like, Close. you know how you leave little head. things and then you zoom out and it's a whole picture? Mm -hmm. That yeah. was the equivalent to me doing little things on my wall and then by the time my mum's seen it, there's a whole thing. But now, when I got old enough, I'm just like, no, I'm going to draw my clothes. I'd have my mm. girl at the time. Everyone just Rocking shouldn't be drawing yeah. on it. You shouldn't be drawing it. Now? Oh, my God. Can I get art yeah, back yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What? You never make me anything. You never... <laughs> da, 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 da. I've got this bag. Can you customise it? Because people are starting to realise that like, it's about being unique yourself. to yourself yeah, and yeah, the yeah, best yeah. version of yourself, right? Yeah. So now someone's like, I've got this top or something everyone's got. Like, can you customise it? Mm. Like, yeah, cool. Do like you know what that. I mean? So, like, um, just circling back a little bit, you said that you didn't grow up with, like, um, musical in influences in your house. Like, no, not what, what I can remember. What drew you to music, then? So Solid Crew. Mm. So Solid Crew, They don't Crew, know bro. album. Bro, that bruv, album... Bruv, bruv, <laughs> bro, <laughs> changed my so life, Solid Crew dog. changed everything. <laughs> what so year was that? 2001? 2000, 2006, 2001. I think. Yeah, one of them. I was in year five 2006, or year 2001. Got it for Christmas. Yeah, one year. Exactly. Yeah. Year five or year six. My bro, Jerome, comes in class. And Jerome was the youth that had, you get me? He's everything. Got the new TMs. Like, Pradas. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. Got the plaques. Oil. <laughs> the gal them loving Jerome. Shasta you know what I'm saying? Jerome. Jerome's What's he doing now? What's Jerome doing now? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen Jerome in a while, man. I haven't seen him in a while, man. Shouts um, out to Jerome. But shout outs to Jerome, yeah, man, man. Because Jerome would come in and he had cousins that were like, um, I think they was in PDC at the mm. time. So he'd come in and he'd rap and he'd show me these bars he, that he's helped, his cousin help him write. And then I remember him one day, he had like the, the CD Walkman or something. <laughs> Yeah. And he's put the headphones on my head, brother, and I've heard So Solid for the first time, and I've gone, Mum, I've gone on, Mum, I need this album, yeah, I need bro. this, I need this. She's got it for me. And then I remember just, that just changed everything. Sat down with my cousins, we made like a um, a crew called The Hazard Crew, mm. and we would, we would perform to the family, we'd be upstairs, we used to get the mic... Um, and we used to, we didn't know how to record, right? And this is, again, me just pushing, like you said, like just pushing, the, you know, just being creative, right? Mm. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Get wanted to record songs, so we'd get sound recorder on like Windows 2000 or 98 or whatever wow. it was. Windows 98. Yeah, yeah wow. Windows 98 yeah, sound yeah. recorder, and I'd press record, and then we had this little mic that was small. It used to just come with every computer, my cousins. And to record, I used to basically go next to the speaker with the mic yeah, yeah. so it would pick up the beat the sound, yeah, yeah. and my voice at the same time because I didn't know about logic and programs and I just was like, this what makes sense to me. I'm just being creative. This is what makes sense to me, creating out of necessity. And then that's how I'd record and I'd make my own mixtapes with my cousins and that all stemmed wow. from just wanting to be in So Solid Kids. Because there was So Solid Kids, I right? I remember, yeah, yeah. I yeah, the two youths with the K-Rolls. Yeah, and yeah, that. I remember. Brother, I wanted to be in So Solid Kids. One of them so... was in that tune. What was it? Sta- was, it the, was it Stand Up Tall? Like the um, Nicky S tune? Yes, yes, Southside. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the Southside, one. Southside, that's, 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 yeah. that's where I'm that, running from. That's where yeah. that brother had the maddest <laughs> wheel up by. He had um, back up bones and I break your butt. No, 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 no. It was G to the I. Sly, look at the eye. Yeah. Bruv, that was, bruv. Where are you, bruv? That is the biggest reload. That is the big... If I was in the dance and I heard a man come out of nowhere that I've not seen for, what, 20 years? G to the I. Sly, look into my eye. Bruv, the biggest reload, bruv. I'll go up there and reload it myself. Yeah, yeah, So Solid had the biggest impact. Mm. And then... Craig David is where like yeah, melodies yeah, and yeah. songwriting and yeah, born to do it because mm-hmm. there was around the same kind yeah, of yeah, there was, there was, there was, there so, was the two albums that I had when I was younger mm-hmm. and I had a CD player and honestly I think I played that album, those two albums and Usher's eighty seven oh one, all three of them mm-hmm. more times than I played any other album in yeah. this in wow. this world. Though. Yeah, bro, like, all three of them. Yeah, no facts. <laughs> that, that, Usher time X, as well. is that seven o'clock? Is that? Mm. That so that's my, my way. way. Yeah. So eighty seven oh one was later, but my way I got from my cousin, mm. or I li- would listen to it with my cousin. Mm-hmm. But the first Usher album I got was the eighty seven oh one. Yeah. Yeah. So like those three albums were like very like Dead. and Destiny Charles. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the writings on the wall. Did you have Mystique? I did. Uh, I did. Well, you yeah, had the I did. I did. I know you had the catalog. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I know you had the catalog. Because we had the same catalog. Did you have a Cisco in there? Of course. That, yeah, yeah. Well, I know your catalog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our moms are probably bedrooms. Yeah. Like. <laughs> They're probably a starter kit. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that is literally like, that's the catalog. Yeah, for real. For the real. only thing that was probably alternative in my catalog was Limp Biscuit. Um, they had a chin, keep rolling, rolling. Yeah, rolling. Yeah, yeah, remember yeah, rolling. Yeah, yeah. But remember, we grew up in a time of the box and MTV. Exactly. And like, we actually had to listen to songs that we wouldn't have listened to because we wanted to catch the one we wanted to listen exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. So we started to appreciate exactly. tunes and melodies and sounds and different instruments yep. that we would never really have listened to. Exactly. Just because that was what was on the TV. And as well, we had, we can't underestimate some mixture. Yeah, we can't underestimate the power that like, PlayStation games had like mm. wrestling, oh, bro. You know, like Raw, no SmackDown. SmackDown and, versus Raw. There were songs on there, yeah, 
We were talking about the other day, that, GTA. GTA, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there were songs on there that I would listen to that I would say to my, like, keep rolling, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, yeah. It would, it would be keep rolling, rolling, rolling. That's not something I'm traditionally Or like the football into. tunes, like the, the tunes that were on there. Yeah, like, exactly. FIFA 99 had bangers. Exactly. I'll be running circles around. That song's just playing while you're like, what was happening before you play a game? You know, like, you just be practicing and you'd be doing some skills Logan. and shit. Bruv, that song just scary <laughs> in the background while you're just busting a little rainbow flick. Yeah, Plus, you know how flick. it's done. <laughs> <laughs> bruv, when you heard that, that made your games loaded. Yeah, yeah, mm, when mm, it got mm. to that bit, yeah, like, I'm ready. What, what yeah, mode yeah. are we doing? That's Pre-pair. like the anthem, you know, like, yeah. right. oh my, my game's loaded. Yeah. It wasn't that scratch. Yeah. The disc weren't too scratch. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, your disc is all right. When you stop hearing that, oh, man. It's, oh. it's interesting, like the entry points into music and then the the butterfly effect, mm. effect that then has, isn't it? So yeah, like, man. You get introduced to a limp biscuit or whatever, and then that can kind of just take you into this whole mm-hmm. new ether of experiences. Mm, exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 Exactly. I remember being in year six and performing. I've got you know I documentary. I've got, actually got pictures, but I started context at a certain point. Yeah. But um, got pictures of me, um, and me, Jerome, and Gabriel. Um, performing on our year six uh, leavers assembly, no, rapping. Yeah, that's cold. I haven't got the video, but I got pictures, mm. and he's got the two pack. Gabriel's got the bandana on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like I look back at them pictures, and I'm like, I remember that mm. going. And everyone else is like, Oh, um, I'm gonna be a karate kid. I'm gonna do this, and we're up there like, Nah, like we're MCing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? And I was barring, <laughs> and my mum was there. Everyone was there. Wait. Like the parents were there. So that all came from. You know, that that wanting to be, like, in So Solid Kids and So mm-hmm. Solid and, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. watching that 21 Seconds video. Yeah. Wow. And, and you know what's crazy? It was the fact that they were... They reminded me of, like, my older cousins mm. and I could identify with yeah, them. Yeah, And yeah. growing up, I always looked up to the hustlers on the block and the man them on the block, just mm. being young and not even understanding what they're doing to get what they have, some of them. Um, but just looking at the end product, like the whip, yeah. the gallem, the gal yeah, I fancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't even remember her name now. She came, <laughs> batted me up at school. I think her name was Shanara. <laughs> I must have been in class, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget this, year six or year five. And there was a girl in my class, um, Lulu, and... Lulu was like Shanara's younger, right? You know, like younger, whatever yeah, Shanara yeah, was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a local girl, but I fancied her so much, bro. Like, I've gone to Jerome, yeah, yeah, one time. Like, I'm not speaking like, however I'd speak back then, yeah, it, but I'm basically yeah, yeah. saying like, in today's, in today's dialect, um, <laughs> yeah, like, Shanara was giving me a look like, she was looking at me like, you get me, like she's into man. These times, Shanara's like 16 or something. And you're how old? Like, you're six? Yeah, six, blood. 10, 11. Yeah. <laughs> you get me? So, Jerome's obviously, someone's told Lulu, you get me? I might have said it in front of Lulu. Lulu's told Shanara. Shanara's come down to the school and drapes me up. Oh, like, oh every blood, blood, Like, drapes me up, blood. Like, what? You're a little boy. You're a little you. Like, batted me up. You get me? I'm thinking, nah, but I'm loving it, though. I'm thinking, nah. She's like, yes. Yeah, that's like, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, that's this guy with the tide. One Hold rule, me tighter. Yeah. yeah, literally. One rule, you never swim against the tide. So, <laughs> so oh, she could drag me this way, all right? Come on, guy, this way. So, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> 
gosh. Those are like little fun memories from school. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But like with the, with the whole just circling back into like the artist thing and the so solid thing. Those are the moments where like I was just looking up to people in the ends mm-hmm. and so solid reflected what mm-hmm. I was growing up aspiring to 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 have material material wise. Mm. Not only material wise, but wanting to be that guy on the block. That's mm. like who was at the time. Um guy called Kids or Boxer or one of these guys that were the oldest on the block at the time that could walk by and everyone was like, yo, walk on. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted that. I got mm-hmm. older and, you know, you want different things. But when you're you, you, you know. That's what you were like. That's aspirational. Yeah, you want that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You want to be outside the chip shop till Whenever. 6 p.m. or 7. <laughs> yeah, till like the latest you was allowed and the car pulls up. You don't know what's happening though. You're so young. You don't really know the ins and outs. Yeah, yeah. But then as you get older, you start to realise, oh, do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But so solid, but like superheroes to me. That's basically what I'm trying That's to say. That's awesome, bruv. So and like, then I got I got to meet Mega Man and I ended up at that Mega Man's, I think, 40th birthday. I got pictures mad. with Mega Man. Yeah, he ended up at his 40th amazing. birthday and we was chatting and That's you get amazing. me. Like, so, like, but Full when I was with moment. him, yeah, when I was with him, I went back to the mind state of when I was in, I always make sure that I give the younger versions of me that moment. I don't, I don't steal the like moments wicked, from wicked. the younger version in me. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back into being... Yeah, I was good, gassed. Good. Yeah, I went back to being like... 11, how old are you? Like 11 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I went I'd back to that I'd be doing the moment. same thing, man. Yeah, because like, cause you, 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 like... You never thought that you would be in the same place as these people at that age. And I feel like certain times it's... We, we put the cool boy act on and yeah. we're like, you know, like, all right, cool, i got to act like this. But yeah. then there's someone that has made such an impact on mm-hmm. your life. You've got to give them their flowers. Mm-hmm. Isn't they they because, need to know. Yeah, it? they have to know. Like, yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before, I was just in, um, I was just in Nike Town and I see Ace, you know, DJ Ace. Yeah, yeah of course. And I was like, bruv, Ace, how come on, bro? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, man. Just made, you, you, you changed a lot of like, exactly. lives, bro. Like, I just wanted to, he was just walking around casually. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, thank you, innit? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, and it yeah. was good because, mm. like, if I was to impact somebody's life as well and mm. someone did that for me, I'd be like, oh, it's, it's dope, isn't it? It's Matter a dope fact. feeling. So, no, was, I'm and, glad and that you did that, man. It's good to allow people to feel that feeling. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, yeah. As, as I keep saying, like, shouldn't rob someone of that joy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You don't know what they're going through that day. That just one little boost mm. could have made them say, do you know what? I had a song that I was going to release next yeah. year, but I don't want to... Yeah, do you know what? Let me, let me throw it out there. Yeah, let me do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't think you should rob people of their moments, no, man. Never, so man. I remember meeting Mega Man and it just, just being a moment. And then I had a record with an artist called Jay Parson that got put out on um, Mega Man's label. And for me, I'm not someone who nice. um, puts the American superstars over the British ones. Mm. Like, I will put Mega Man on the same level as I'd put, like, on influence on my life as mm. someone like Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, mm. Do you know what I mean? I won't be like, oh, well, Mega Man's from the ends and Jay-Z's. No, it's mm, like, mm. bruv, there was a point in my life where Mega Man was like how Jay-Z is to everyone else. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. And I got to meet him. And I not only got, I was at his birthday, he's, I've got a record out that's on his label. Mm. Like, it's, that's cold, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cold. Yeah. So, like... Obviously, that's your earliest, like, iteration and, like, the development of who Koda becomes, yeah? Mm-hmm. But, like, after that, when, like, how did you move into, like, the space that you're in? So, taking it into Graham mm. and, like, 
how like talk about that era because I feel like that's a that you'll come up in grime. I remember saying it to you the other day. I was like, I had no idea. Mm. I like I literally had no idea mm. how cold Coda was and who the types of people that he would like spar with, basically, mm. you know. Yeah. So like for everyone that doesn't know, mm-hmm. I'd I'd love for you to give them some context again mm-hmm. yeah. as to how that like what that journey was like for you. Okay, so Grime, um, my first introduction, I started like Garage mm-hmm. because, as I said, I was listening to So Solid, but So Solid was like Garage, but it was like a darker thing. It was almost like early Grime. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wally, sorry. <laughs> but it was like, it felt like it just was a bit darker than Garage and boom, 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 Like it just felt, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I would I would I would start on those kind of beats and then when Grime came in then it was like okay Dizzy Rascal Wiley then you'd be on LimeWire mm-hmm. and you'd be, oh LimeWire yeah you'd that be on LimeWire fuck up your computer yeah. Napster I think Napster was first actually yeah Napster was, it was first Napster LimeWire and then LimeWire Bear and Share, Share and, yeah yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. You, all of these other things mm-hmm. but originally it was Napster so I'd go on Napster and then I would type in like Wiley Instrumental or mm-hmm. I don't even think I called it Grime back then. I don't know if it was called Grime yeah. back then. I don't... I just think it was... You just knew the songs. You knew who it was. Yeah, yeah. I didn't ever yeah, think, yeah, yeah. oh, this You'd is... like, oh, this is the... Um, what was Wiley's one that... Eskimo. Yeah, this... I'm yeah, going to go was... download Eskimo. Exactly. You wouldn't yeah, say, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm going to go and... I used to think it was Eskimo music, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, 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 I just thought Grime was called Eskimo music. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I just didn't think <laughs> it was anything. <laughs> I didn't think it was called anything. I would just know... It's still quite emergent, wasn't yeah, it? So I was, yeah, exactly. I would just know... Dizzy Rascal, I Love You instrumental, mm, um, mm, Wiley Eskimo instrumental or whatever. And then I would be going over them, writing my bars. And then I got a cousin called, uh, what, was he, what did he used to call himself? MC Dimmer. So when we made Hazard Crew, yeah, he was in a crew called LMS, I think Last Man Standing or something. But he was a barist. Mm. Like he was a punchline bar. He was a barist. So... Mm. He would come through sometimes to like the Hazard Crew studio sessions, which just were like family parties. Adults are downstairs. We'd go upstairs into my into my cousin's dad's study room mm-hmm. and be making music. So it wasn't like Friday we got studio. It was like no, nah, this was like every couple months <laughs> when it was someone's birthday. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In his yeah, studio, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he he'd come. You know, he, he was older, so he's just doing whatever he's doing. He'd come in. You get me? Looking like older cousin. You get me? You know, like just looking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking Drippy, you know, all the cousins look like just drippy. You're just like, I want to be like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the original, would, yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> blood. And then he would just drop mad bars, fam. And he set the bar for me. So originally, I'd emulate his lyrics. So I'd take some of his bars, remix them, and do stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I then would use him as like a benchmark of like how good I needed to be to even. Yeah, yeah. Before anyone even properly hears me. So a lot of there was a lot of time that if you hadn't heard one of the mixtapes, you wouldn't even have known that um I do I do, I'm doing music every day. Cause I wanted to present myself when I was like like a certain level. Cause I just knew out there it was do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um because I was comparing myself to my cousin, so solid in that. I hadn't yet gone into Second um secondary school and got to like year nine where now when we're we're doing this now it's called grime mm. we're doing the circle and the older ones are spitting and when I say older ones it's 
who went my school, like Desperado, right. who was in OGs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Protege went my school, mm. who produces all of the Wiz kids. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So you've got them man there beatboxing and man going in. Do you know what I'm saying? Nathan went my school, the one that, baby, come in somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of these men in circle, everyone's just doing stuff and then you've got the younger ones and... I'm looking, I'm at the edge of the circle like, nah, I ain't going in there. Because they used to have a ting. They, they used to have a ting where they'd say, please pass the mark. Oh, you remember? I remember that. Please pass the mark. And that was if you was Wasn't that from uh, Richard Blackwood's show? Um, Rough or Buff or something like that? I don't, I don't remember know. That, I, 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 I'm to mixing honest, up two things to be I fair, think but my I school do remember maybe. I'm only finding out now that, 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 that it was more people oh, that was it that. Sister Act? Please pass. It was in Sutton, bro. It was yeah. in Sutton. Anyway, so... I thought my schoolmate, but obviously I'm finding <laughs> out we did it. Yeah. But, Inspired yeah, by. it was like, you'd get the please pass the mic. I was like, I never want to hear that. So I just kept training to get better, to get better, to get better. My cousin ended up, like, pursuing a uh, football career, done, done like, um, decent at the, in, in his football career and stuff like that. And I was just like, I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep doing music. And as well, I've got to shout my cousin Jermaine. He was a jungle MC. Okay. So I was between a jungle MC and an early grime MC. Ooh, okay, okay. So you had some pedigree, some and foundation. And my cousin Jermaine was yeah, like a childhood yeah, yeah. star. So he was had already toured by like the age of 12. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He had like jungle vinyls. He was, with, he was in the club with adults. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I was between them two. And, wow, and Jermaine okay. would, would just be at the dinner table and then he would just bang on the table and start doing some some lyrics. So it, I was just around it at that age, right? right so right, right. that kind of set the bar. And then year nine, I'd say that's when I was like, I think it was like MSN days. Early, yeah, yeah, early yeah, yeah. MSN oh, days. Was it? Year nine, yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you remember what your email address was? Coda underscore kid at hotmail.com. Ah, that's not too embarrassing, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I didn't have the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, before Coda, I was Coda Kid. Okay. And then I okay, dropped okay, the kid okay. off and I was like, I'm not kid no more. Like, mm. I had a whole campaign around that. What was you, what was you guys doing? No, nah, that's all right. I can't remember that. <laughs> like, no, I don't need to, need to remember <laughs> where to go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like mine was like, killer K <laughs> yeah. at hotmail.co.uk. Yeah. Or something yeah. stupid like that, man. Yeah. Remember exactly what mine was. <laughs> Gangster 746 <laughs> at hotmail.com. And the reason why it was called that is because my friend Riaz made it for me because I couldn't get past that. Gangster 746. You know you have like the thing to check if you're a bot? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, for some reason I just couldn't get past that. that but point. you have to like pick how many bridges there are. Bro, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't get past Hold it. On, I'm saving this one. So my then phone. I asked my boy, I was like, yo, Riaz, I beg you just made me an MSN. Yeah. He's like, what do you know? Cause I was like, whatever, just call it whatever. Man calls me the 746 guy. <laughs> so like at this point, fam. And because I didn't know how to no, do it myself, funny. I couldn't change it. That is funny, man. No way. The 7650. <laughs> 46 gangsters at hotmail.com. No, that's mad. That's mad. That's brilliant. Shout yeah, out to I would not have accepted you, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there was like, who's that, bro? Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, nah, nothing to me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, MSN now. So, um, I think it was Mariah Carey and uh, I think she had, a, she had a song she'd put out, but I liked the beat. Mm. Um, dun, 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 dun. I can't remember what it was, man. Um, but I made a tune called Hold Up Baby, which was about a girl. I ended up getting my wife and that later on. Okay, But before I was, you know what I'm saying, before I had the capabilities, it's like, 
I'd, I'd just would be on the bus, I'd see her, and I'd just always be like, this girl's so buff. I just never had the confidence, mm. never had the confidence to talk to her at that age. Mm. So I made a record called Hold Up Baby, which was like, Please, can you hold up? There's something I want to say that if you expect, if you accepted, would make my day. That was meant to be like stars were meant to be in the sky, like peoples were meant to be in in your eye. I wanted this girl to be part of my life and maybe even one day be my wife. So yeah, I wanted to say hold up, but I couldn't get the words that I needed to sign. Whether it be you looking back or the slightest eye contact, it was the fact that her beauty was fat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. But man's boring. It's mad I've that he can that... reach back so quickly and pull that back, forward, bro. bro. This is what, I was what, 13? That's crazy. So, I, I make the song, I put that on MSN, goes insane. Crazy. You, I knew I went viral on MSN because <laughs> someone sent me my tune back. Someone with That's a name gold. like Gangster Seven. <laughs> 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 like, it was just know, random ass yeah, like, Sent me my song back. That's Not, cold. You know, like that's how I knew, like, oh wow. Didn't even know it was it was me. Like, mm. yo, listen to this tune. Like, everyone's mm. broadcasting it or whatever. And then I remember like getting on the bus. Girls are playing it. They didn't know it was That's me. That's mad. Yeah, I'd get on the bus and gala at the back saying, so y'all wanted to say, hold up. But I can phone a girl right now that will tell you, like, yo, like, that was my well, tune. So what, like, when that happened, yeah, are you like, yo, that's me? Or are you like... Oh. No, I'm not I'm not telling no one. It's just no. still in training mode. No, okay, no, okay, okay. I ain't got confidence still like that. Still in training mode. Mm. I ain't got confidence but, like, did, like that. Did that not give you some type of confidence to be like, oh, actually, like, I can sort yeah. of do this? It, it, do you know what it is? I'll be honest. Mm. I always knew mm. music was... Not always, but I mean, like, when I... From the So Solid times, yeah. there was never a doubt in my mind whether, like, I was going to be where I am today or, mu- mm. like, music was not going to... I was always... But having confidence in talking to a woman and confidence mm. in mm. your ability to rap is two, two different, different things. things yeah, you know, sure. you're in school, you got some youths that go to school... And they're not confident at all. Mm. But then you put on a beat and they turn into someone. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You yeah, turn yeah, off yeah, the yeah. beat and they're back to just themselves. They're introverts, you get what I'm saying? Mm. So that was kind of like me. It's like all my all my talking and stuff was on the records. But it's, it's, it's still very linked to when you was a child. Like your creativity has always been your express, expressive outlet. Exactly. Mm. That's mm. what mm. I've always been able to rely on as a authentic gateway or transmission of myself to, yeah. to anybody is my creativity yeah, yeah, yeah. you know when I was super broke and I had a girlfriend like I'd draw her things <laughs> you know I was one of them man <laughs> happy would, Christmas I, baby yeah I would draw something I would make That's a call I would get our photos off Facebook and make a collage and like I'd, I'd present something artistic do you get what I'm saying you're a professional um, problem solver always you have to be because mm, I, mm. I I just hate excuses right and I can't be like to her, oh, I haven't got you a gift because I didn't have money. It's got to be like, no, I've got Pritz stick in my head. I've got, yeah, let me give yeah, you yeah. something to yeah. show that like I've, it, it was on my mind and I've given mm, you something. Mm, she's mm. probably grown now to, to that, if she still even got that, it probably holds a different sentiment now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you get old and you realise, right, my man bought me on all Cartier, but I can't trust him. 
Or like he bought me all Cartier, but then he yeah, got me in yeah, the hotel yeah, with the yeah, guy yeah, next day. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then Coz was drawing me little pictures, and do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm figuring mm-hmm. it out. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I get them circle back messages <laughs> sometimes. Like, oh, look like, what I just found. I wish I would have. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I should have. Yeah, I should have. You know, but that's not with everyone. You got ones that I'm happy we never. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy that yeah, you're out of my life. Yeah. But then you get them ones that are like no, like I've been deep in it. Like them little gestures you used to do, like. Mm. Up to this day, there's not someone who does like sentimental things like that. But again, as as you're saying, it's like it's still an expression of like just my creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, like back to the to the bus. I'm I'm on the bus. They're playing my tunes. I can't believe it. I'm just like raw. But it's given me the inspiration to go home and like work on it again, work on it again. Then the hottest producer in my school. Well, the hottest producer in my school is Protege, but he had a little cousin called Knox. I think Knox works at, um, I want to say the right company, I think Universal now. Okay. But um, Knox was basically like the DJ Khaled of my um, <laughs> age group. Okay. He had the studio. He could give you a mix down. I didn't know what a mix down was at that point. I, I don't know just... what a mix down is now. <laughs> Fair enough. How do you but... think our episodes end up on, on Spotify, bro? <laughs> Get mixed down. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. Just edit in the pod. Yeah, mix it down. Edit. Yeah, we could okay. mix it down, but it's okay. like it's the fine. It's the stage okay, before. Guys. It's like the stage before people hear it, right? Publicly. So mm. it's like the final it's polishing the, the yeah. The so you mix down, then you master it. Mm. Mastering is yeah. That's yeah. We'll get yeah, into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into it. But um, so. Knox's started to hear about um like me through school. I had a my closest friend in school, he manages Ratman now, um Simpson. Mm-hmm. And that was my code. If I get kicked out of lesson, Simpson's kicked out like that. That was my oh. that was my you get me? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's my yeah. G. So still my G. Um so he was the only one that would really hear my bars and that I was telling, yeah, I've got this tune, he's like, right, let's do it. And it was um O Boy. There was a guy called O Boy in my From school. From Dumb Raven. O no, boy. no, he went he Did went he um no, he went first or boys. Yeah, first boys. But he made a song called Wifey Why I remember me. it. I remember it. Remember one time I, I was yeah, rolling in yeah. so one good other. He basically yeah, got yeah, a girl yeah, pregnant yeah, yeah, at like yeah, yeah. when he was like fifteen or something, young. So and but then he he went on Wifey with him and spoke about it and that was like an introspective mm, song. I remember it. That was, that made like that made the rounds, bro. Bro, it was like the it was probably the first viral moment mm. that I like was actual viral. Like mm, mm, you would mm. go everywhere and you'd hear wifey rhythm. So oh boy was like the superstar of of the school. So these these kind of like they they were my friends at the time. They start clocking on, and then Knox is like, "Yo, I've heard the hold up baby tune. Um, I want to produce a remix." So now Knox does the remix now with um change R.I.P. um M.J.D. um. Who else was on it? I can't remember who else was on it. Forgive me. Oh boy, what am I talking about? Oh yeah, boy was on yeah. it, right? So, um, that was then the moment when everyone was like, okay, face to the name, like that's that's that guy mm-hmm. who does it. But before that, there was a record called um, I'm, I'm skipping Diamonds. So Diamonds was the record that had all the bars on it. <laughs> but because Knox had started to kind of hear one or two bars, yeah, he's a man who's like, let me test you out on. On Diamonds, you get me? So he puts me on this record called Diamonds and I kill it. I kill the record. Then he's like, cool. Then I think we done um, Hold Up Baby and then there was a record called Grime Time and that was like a version excursion. You know one of them rhythms where like 
Right, you have a Jamaican rhythm track where there's just bare yeah, artists. Yeah, and yeah, 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 That was like one of them ones. Everyone on the ends had one, like Cozzy, me, all our age group. Because Protege would have the one for his age group. Yeah. So that's P Money, Desperado. Okay, okay, okay. Um, all of them, man, there. They would have, um, I think he had a Shatter Rhythm. So then Knox would have Pressure Rhythm. Okay. Do you get what I mean? So you'd, there'd be P Money and them that would have their team, but then Knox would level. have one for us, man. <laughs> so he he had like Pressure Rhythm, but Pressure Rhythm, he's kicked because I'm Merc Grime, Grime Time. There was mm. one called Grime Time, I'm Merc. You still got these that. records as well? I'd got, I've got them somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely okay, got them okay, somewhere. Okay. Um, yeah, probably at the other street. Yeah, I've got them somewhere. But, um, Grime time, I've murked it. I used to have this thing where I was like, I'm cold, I kid. You don't really want it with a kid. Like, I just, it, I just murked it. So the whole end is now saying, kid, every time someone sees me, kid, kid, kid. And then Knox is like, do you know what? You got wordplay content, mm. there's pressure rhythm, but pressure rhythm's only for the, the barbers. <laughs> like, oh boy's doing one. Like, everyone that's doing a pressure rhythm is the best. Yeah, mm. yeah. And when we're saying the best, like I'm talking the best in Lucian, I'm not. I don't, I don't quite know what's going on in other areas, mm. if I'm honest, at the time, because there wasn't really a. You had the diamond Nokia phone. Yeah, I remember. So you might get a Bluetooth Teardrop. from another school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they've all done That's a freestyle so and it's going crazy. Like at that time, like we were so like, locked into like our boroughs. Yeah. Because and if we and, and unless we knew people that were from other boroughs, we weren't getting like. What's happening in, in exactly. like, Croydon? What's happening over there in another, like, North London? Let yeah. alone South, like, you, you know just I mean? never like, know. You just never know, bruv. You just never, never, never know. know. So that was what was happening. And then it was like, we'd have these moments where we'd just do little freestyles and stuff like that. But I'd done pressure with them, and I just, I just killed it. I just murked it. Like, I think my lyrics was like, Name's Colds. I think I came in like, my name's Colds. My body heats so cold that when I speak, cold air gets breathed out. But I breathe out snow that's colder than nights in Moscow. Frost on my fingertips like I shook hands with a snowman. You know, bro, bars are long, never sweet like Toblerone. Never handing out roses. No, I don't spray bars that are sweet like cologne. Name's Colds, but I flow hotter than stoves. Also warm like winter clothes. I flow hotter than the rocks, absorbing the heat in the middle of volcanoes. You know, I got the skin melt and touch my flows too much. Hard to understand, but I don't speak Dutch. You've never banged. I know you're up in your attic wrestling with your crutch. Man. Do you know what I mean? But I'm How like, old are you? 14, this, yeah, I've got this 14, bro. So, Mad. I'm coming with, because as I said, like, I'm treating writing like an art, like a mm. craft. I'm not trying to show anyone anything until it's... So, yeah, I'm at pressure with them, and then that's the moment, I'd say, when it was like, okay, cool. Mm, there mm, was, mm. there was. I would go on the bus now, get all them new, that's Coda. They knew, oh, you're hold, hold up, baby. Price oh, gone up. Price has gone up. <laughs> Price has gone up. Do you get what I'm saying? So... Got a big up Knox, got a big up Oh Boy, got a big up Rids, like Messy Kids, Simpson, Liam, mm-hmm. like all of the man them. Mm-hmm. Back then that was, you get me, because that Vex man, that played a big part in in my come up because yeah, yeah. the bar was so high. You got to remember, Oh Boy, well, you guys might have not known, but Oh Boy was saying bars like 14 years old saying, um, and I've been telling them, I'm on everyone's PCs like MSN, I'm yeah. on anyone's phones just like messaging. So sick, I think I should be taking medicine. Like, 14 saying these things. Riddler's saying, you know, when I spit, I'm going to murk it, so you better park your ass down like Burgess, man, I put the heat to your grill like Burgers. I specialise in bars and not murders. Mm. 
put the heat to your grill like burgers. Mm, like, mm, man is saying mm, that. Mm, mm, so mm, they, mm. these are the people in my school, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not spitting a bar unless... Do you get unless what I'm you're saying? Correct. Unless mm. I'm coming correct. So yeah. that ended up happening. And then I just then started being known as just the music guy. But not only the music guy that had bars, I also had the technical ability because... I'd gone Knoxes, I'd learnt a bit there, I'd learnt from my uncle who also done music, shout out Uncle Dennis, that's who originally taught me like the technical mm. side of mm. what a reverb is, what it does, what mm. a compressor does, like, and he's super intelligent on everything, so he'd kind of break down what everything done and then I'll just get on with it. Um, but yeah, th those are the moments, I, I was known as that though, so I was known as the music guy, not just mm. the guy that rapped, the mm. guy that could make a song, put it out, do the artwork. Covered every aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, I could mix it down. I had a studio, like, you know what I'm saying? Started to become self-sufficient. Exactly, mm, from that mm. kind of point. So that's what I was starting to be kind of known as, mm. you know? Mm. Uh, as you um, close off on that story, I really need to bring up a story of my own. Go on, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and this was, my, um, this was my first taste, if you will, of the code of creativity. Mm-hmm. And it was uh when was when 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 was this? It was, uh, it was about uh, six months ago. Mm -hmm. oh, this summer, this summer, yeah. Was, was it this summer? Yeah, I think so. And um, mm -hmm. we we was in, we was in Peckham, mm -hmm. I think at first, and then we've gone to we we went somewhere else after. I can't remember where we uh, went. It might be White City House. White City House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we was in the car. With Julian. Julian was driving. Oh, Julian yes, was driving. Yeah, yeah, he likes yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was passenger. <laughs> yeah. You and Kieran were in the back, and everyone was just everyone apart from me, of course, was just freestyling yeah. in the back, and you was just dropping some. <laughs> ridiculous bars like off the top I was yeah. like does this, is this guy like is this yeah. premeditated does yeah, this guy yeah. does he have these bars loaded up yeah, yeah, but you yeah. just go in yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like oh my I even I remember I was talking to my girlfriend I was just like babe I was in the car with this guy yeah this guy was just saying some mad stuff <laughs> like just freestyling <laughs> and it made me think like there was so much creativity required mm -hmm. to say some of the things that you were saying mm -hmm. And I, it just made me really think that, like, okay, music is way more than just, mm. you know, mm. the bravado, like the look, the appeal. <laughs> there's so much, there's so so many intricacies yeah, are part so of it. Much. And um, it sounds like you kind of had a lesson in each of those different kind of like stages of <laughs> music that brings it all together. Yeah. And you've kind of like become this, um, you know, you said you're a creative chameleon. <laughs> and I feel like you've. Um, You've you've managed to cover all bases when it mm. comes to music, and you've sort of seen it from every angle. And now you're obviously it's kind of led up to what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, how would you say you've then pivoted from being the music guy mm -hmm. to now being someone you know? You spoke about films earlier. Spoke about art. Yeah. How 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 have we gone from music being the foundation to now kind of spreading your wings into other bits and pieces? Um. It's all just creativity, man. I think when I sold myself the lie of you're just a musician, mm. that was like one of the most limiting times for me because I kind of shut out everything else. You know, it wasn't I wasn't I wasn't doing the graphic design, I wasn't doing the the art, I wasn't trying to like um, audition for acting stuff. I was like, you're a musician, you gotta be a musician. And then everyone always used to say to me, oh, jack of all trades, master mm -hmm. of none. Like, mm -hmm. And that just got drilled in my head. But then I would be in private and I'd be designing these, I'd be like, oh, I wanna make my face explode on a picture. Then I'd go on Photoshop and figure out how to make my face explode. And then 
but I'll just never show anyone. I'll just have it on my computer because I just didn't want to be seen as like, yo, you're, you're doing too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I mean? Mm. So as I got older, it's, it's, it's at that point where I was drawing on my clothes and stuff. It was that same thing. I'm now, I wouldn't even attach it to age, everything, but I'm now at a place in my life where I'm more in control of my own um, future. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to draw on my clothes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do art. I'm going to do acting. I'm going to do all of these things. So that's when I kind of pivoted towards just being a creative chameleon, just being someone that's like, yeah, up until that point to this point, all of my attention was in music. And then I then went and done a film and then I then went and spent a year directing. Then I spent, and then I went and executive produced someone's album. Then I went and, do you get what I mean? Then I went and uh, done an exhibition in a gallery. Then I went into yeah. art, like... I want to, you know, I was exp I was explaining someone, um, explaining to someone, someone the other day on an email, this artist really into his music. Then he just ghosted me, like proper just ghosted. And he said it was basically, I'd message him on Instagram like relentlessly all the time because I'm someone I chase. Like if I want to get your, that sound, yeah, yeah, I will, yeah. you have un, I will, I don't have no shame, fam. <laughs> I'll be in your DMs, yo, every day. Um, so I thought, do you know what? Let me. I've been, Three years or two years I've been chasing him. I thought, let me email him. Emailed him and he sent me like a lengthy email saying basically I cancelled on him last minute, I think, three times or something. And he was just like, look, I don't want to work with anyone that's going to treat me like that or whatever, yeah. which is understandable, right? So I was like, let me give him context. I took accountability, but I was like, let me give him some context. I let him know like that's when I first started Undeniable and things were very last minute and I had problems with my landlord. So sometimes I couldn't, if the landlord was in the building, I couldn't be in the building because I owed my money. Like, do you know mm. what I mean? So I'd exp I was giving him context and I said, bro, like, regardless of whether we work together again or not, I said, never rob someone of context, of giving them an opportunity to grow. You didn't give me, you didn't tell me why you ghosted. So I wasn't able to, to learn that and then grow as a person. Yes, fair point. And I said to him, my worst fear... My two worst fears is to die with unfulfilled potential and to die perfect. And mm. I said, every time you... I know it's deep in the email, right? <laughs> but I'm, I get deep. I've got one laugh. I say it how it is. I said to him, bruv, my, my worst, one of my worst fears is dying perfect and you withholding that from me is allowing me to die perfect because I'm not being able to figure out where I can grow as a person. You haven't had the mirror held up to exactly. you. Exactly. I need the mirror held up to me. Because as a creative, I need to to embrace every side of me. But if mm. I'm just living life thinking, oh, like, mm. I'm I'm just doing things and counselling and people, do you know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't, you know, I need to be told when I'm wrong. So that just kind of, um, I think I went into that just to kind of explain, like, um, yeah, the, the creativity and just getting into each part of me. Like, I want to... Unfulfilled potential is my worst fear, and I want to make sure while I'm here, I, I um, express as much as me as mm. possible. Why Why undeniable, though? I know the story. Mm -hmm. I, in fact, I know the reason why. But, yeah. like, for everyone else, what, why, what, about, what is it about undeniable that is stuck? Mm -hmm. What about undeniable that has... Um, like, why... Yeah, why have you chosen undeniable? Undeniable was always a word that I used as a 
I would say like a uh, an inspiration. There's not one term to coin it. It was an inspiration. It was a benchmark. It was a it was a pick me up. It would just be on my whiteboard. Mm. It would just have all my little plans at the time, which I wasn't even always doing. You know, when you're you, it still happens up to this day, maybe like you do a to do list and you don't get through everything on your to do list, but you mm. get that satisfaction of writing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're mm. like, oh, I've written a to do list, but then life gets involved and you don't even complete loads of the things. Or you get to do the thing, you're like, that's ain't even that important. Or this ain't even aiding what I thought it would aid. So I was in that stage where I had undeniable on my whiteboard. I'd wake up and I made sure it was directly in my eye line. Then I would have all my little to do lists around it. Um, and when I got my first job at the uh, when I you know, when I started working in retail at Reebok, it was like I'd have to look at the whiteboard, then step out of my house because I had to get a job at a point in my career where my name was ringing, but mm. I just wasn't making money. So it's always tough, isn't it? Exactly. Mm. So your name's ringing, but you're not making money. You're sponsored by Adidas. You're sponsored by Beats by Dre. You're sponsored by all these things, and these brands are behind you, but you, number one, you don't have a manager who understands how to turn something into a transaction mm. my manager at the time my bro he's more of a creative in the studio so he's someone who could help you get a record to sound like way better than it would have just sounded if you was by yourself mm. but when it came to the business side he was this is really interesting yeah it was more <laughs> on me to kind of um two seconds and have to pause Come on. yeah yeah is that cool yeah? Yeah, yeah yeah i'll finish the point yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it was more on me to um to execute the business side, but I I didn't have a, I only had a limited business acumen, and as well, my business acumen was attached to wanting to execute an idea. So I'd only develop the acumen I needed to develop the idea. So if I wanted to work with business beats by Dre, I would learn the bit about the business that I needed to to get that, so mm. I could let that help that, and that could help that, as opposed to like. I'm going to work with Beats by Dre. I'm going to be an ambassador. This is my fee. It's going to be reoccurring. It's going to be this. They're going to have to license my image. They're going to have to... I wasn't thinking about all that. Do you know what I mean? So mm. by the time I was leaving my house to go to Reebok, it was like I had to then pluck up the courage and to 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 step out the house and not feel like I'd, I'd fallen off on music. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that word sense. undeniable would just be like something I could look at it's every a statement day. as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's a statement of like, this is, I'm going to be undeniable. And it goes back to me not wanting to show anyone my bars until <clears throat> I knew really? it was the thing. And mm-hmm. then me mm-hmm. trusting that and then me showing them and it actually was the thing. And it was always a word which I just associated with whatever I was doing. People would be like, I don't like grime, but I like your stuff. It's because it's undeniable. They didn't say that, but in my yeah, head I'm thinking yeah. it's because it's undeniable. You're actually not into this sound sonically. You turn it off when you hear it. But when I'm doing it, on the same beat, you like it because it's, it's undeniable. Nah, man, that's sick. I think I think like for us, we've enjoyed just hearing about your mm. journey mm. and everything that you've had to do to get to where you are now. Mm-hmm. How you've sort of tapped into that creative spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> that that was yeah. always there. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously know that you've had a, a crazy journey as well in terms of some of the places that you've yeah. <laughs> been privileged to live in and experience yeah. so it would be remiss of us to not quickly touch on that before we especially before we wrap out up. of home man. yeah so yeah. um i mean the one i remember when we first met we this is only second time with mm-hmm. me and but when we first met you told me that you had spent some time in new zealand yeah and i think that is 
I mean, most black guys from the ends <laughs> have had an experience of living in New Zealand, you no, know. Facts, so facts, facts. I think it would just be dope if you could share some of those experiences and what it was like for you to come out of your your comfort zone, so to speak, and, and live in a place like New Zealand. Um, New Zealand, that's what, 2007, I think, or eight. Mm. So that's when I was like, you know, the street stuff kicked in. When I went, as I said earlier, I was, uh, you know, I was, I was looking up to the man them on the block. And then when I found out what they done to get what they have, that wasn't what inspired me. But um, my mum had become an alcoholic because mm. she was finding it difficult to deal with. Just the, the truth, well, she, she speak for herself, but like from, from what, I, what we was going through, it was like that trauma of my sister um, and losing her at a young age kicked in so she went on her own journey towards recovery and I just at the time it's like it was at the same time that I was starting to kind of get into like street activity and um, that just kind of tipped me over the edge right so that's when things started going from like you know just robbing corner stores sweets in corner stores to like actually you know what I mean? Doing other things. Seeing how far you can take Exactly. It. Yeah, seeing how far you can take Oh, like, I can steal a Snickers. What about the till? <laughs> okay, what about... <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, literally, same thing. So, um, being super, like, influential in my area didn't help either because if I said I'm going to go do that, then there was 20 other people mm. that was like, I'm going to do that too. So then a lot of people got pulled into just the way I was living. And then um, some stuff happened and then the man ended up on, like, Crime Watch and on the front oh, wow. the front page of the paper. Jeez. So then there were suspicions that I was in the paper and I was on Crime Watch by my family, my mum and stuff. Um, so, you know, we tried to do the whole going in each shop in the ends and taking all the newspapers out. <laughs> but it was like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Street sweepers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so um, I think what happened is my mum had seen the people in the paper and known that those are the people that are in her house all mm. the time and that I'm associated with. So if they're doing that, then I must be around the same kind of things. Because she didn't have a clue. No one had a clue what I was doing at the time because I grew up in an era where it was like, you're not meant to know. You're never meant to see the boss. Even though I'm making it sound like I was this flipping... <laughs> I wasn't no flipping Some Pablo Escobar. Yeah. But even the level I was at, it was like, you're not meant to know. You're not meant to go to your family's yard and they're like, yeah, that's my roadman cousin. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's my... Yeah, he does that. Yeah, he does... No one's meant to know that. Yeah, not even yeah. the girl I'm seeing at the time is meant to know that. So I, I played by those rules, right? Um, but then, yeah, my mum just was like, by association, you could get in trouble. So she had like a moment of like sobriety where she just was like, boom. She colluded with my uncle. <laughs> colluded. I love that word, you know. Colluded. <laughs> she colluded with my uncle and they ended up um, sending me to New Zealand. Well, she ended up sending me to New Zealand to stay with my uncle. And that was just life changing. Mm. Like my uncle just showered me with love. And it was love that I hadn't been exposed to from um, consistently, sorry, Dad, but consistently from, like, a male figure in my life because my dad was on his own mission growing up. Mm. So he had he had other kids and he was doing whatever he was doing 
growing up is he's probably my age now, the age I am now, probably back then. So I could only imagine yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get what I'm saying? So I don't hold anything against him, but it meant that my uncle had kind of stepped in and became like the father figure in regards to discipline and waking up at a certain time in the morning and you got to do your press-ups and you got to do your sit-ups and <laughs> you're going to have breakfast at this time and you're going to, do you know what I mean? And you're going to get a job, you're going to get a job, you're going to come work for my company and I'm going to pay you this much and then, you know, if you do well enough, then you're going to get a pay raise. Like, I didn't know nothing about discipline. that. I went out and, yeah, exactly. Mm. I went out and took whatever I wanted. Mm. If I wanted a brand new phone or whatever, mm. I waited till someone pulled it out and allegedly took it, or if I wanted to, <laughs> yeah, if I wanted, if I wanted to drive, so man said allegedly a bad so. <laughs> nah, come on, man, it's twenty twenty three, man. It's AI. <laughs> ah, so funny. <laughs> but, like, Everything yeah, about that sentence yeah, was jokes. I'm gonna say it again, like you'd see a car or whatever that you've always wanted to drive, you'd allegedly. Be dra- do you know Up what I mean? Like anything mm, 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 you mm, wanted, mm. you just, you know, you just take, right? Yeah. Um. So earning money was like a new thing to me. Like having to like, he had a canopy company. So having to like carry the big six by three canopies and set mm, them up mm, in the mm, rain mm. and all of these things. But then at the end of the week, getting a paycheck and being careful with how I spent it because I've earned it as opposed to just gone out and just taken it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Or, you know... Mm allegedly gone in someone's house that 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 grows certain exotic plants, <laughs> black thing bag them up and then allegedly put them in the back of the van with your Cody and then you get me? Sold them to someone for a discount price because you never allegedly you never pay for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Allegedly. So this was now earning the money. So I'm, looking at, like, I'm looking at every dollar over there is dollars. So I was looking at every dollar, every and you appreciate cent. Appreciate as well. Mm. Appreciating it. I'm buying like a, they used to have these cheesy beef pies over there that would just slap. But mm. when I'm buying it, I'm like, okay, this is three, three, four dollars. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. You know what I mean? When you're mm. just taking, you're just like, yeah, yeah. Them trainers, one tens, yeah, whatever. But anyway, um, that's when I first kind of connected with soul music. Cause he was into soul music and right. well he's just a he's just a music head in general mm. um and his son my cousin Eno he was using the MPC kind of like the one I got here MPC one but he had I think the MPC 2000 mm-hmm. which is like the the gray one the old, old school, school one, one. Yeah. yeah and he would like get a record from his dad's collection put it at a certain point record it into the MPC and then sample it and then chop it up and then turn it into something else. I couldn't believe my (laughs) eyes. I've been using Lamwire, Napstar and Fruity Loops and just doing making things, Mm. but you're actually taking something that was like pre-existing on a vinyl. I didn't have a vinyl player in my house. I wasn't around no vinyl players Mm. growing up. So my dad might have had one, but I wasn't, wasn't, as I keep saying, I'm not old enough to remember these things. I'm just assuming because he's into records. Mm. But, um, yeah, seeing my cousin go through different vinyls, take one out, try it on, get to like four, you know, back then they had seven minute songs, like going to like six minutes, 35, and then hearing something and being like, yes, sampling that, turning it into a beat, then I would freestyle like that, all come from that house, Mm, my uncle's house, and, him just instilling that kind of stuff in me. And then he then started to tell people, like, my nephew does music, and then that turned into meeting a guy called Jason Howe. No, a guy called um, Dubhead, 
and then being introduced to uh, Jason Housen, who's like, I'd say he's New Zealand's, him and I think Sean Lyons and New Zealand's like pioneers for our type of music, like grime, jungle, garage. They were the guys in New Zealand that was going and carrying the vinyls back and forth from countries and playing the music out there and really doing the sound out there. So when Jason heard there was a grime kid in town, he was just like, yo, he heard me. We went to his record store, Beat Merchants. He heard me um, spit and then he put me on a show or him or Dubhead, someone put me on a show with him to uh, perform at Auckland University. So I'm, what, six, 17? I was too young to even be in the venue, so I had to <laughs> perform, and then security took me straight out. It wasn't <laughs> going to let me in, in fir- at first place, but then it was like, cool, he's performing. So I got to perform, and then after I performed, I had to leave straight away. Um, that was like my first taste of, oh... There's people outside of my bubble, yeah. my ends, that actually like what I do. Because yeah. when you're in the ends, back of the bus and stuff like that, you feel that satisfaction, but at the same time, that's my man's little cousin. That's someone I grew up with. Like, There's so much familiarity that yeah. you love it, but at the same time, you're like, maybe they, they just, they're supporting, man, because they know, man. But yeah. you go to another <clears throat> country... You really get to see how strong your product is in the market. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. you take that to another place and people have the an even crazier reaction, mosh pitting and stuff. You're on the stage, like, I can't forget my lines, but nearly forgetting lines because you're so shocked. Mm. Like, what? I've just come from the <laughs> block allegedly doing alleged things. Do you get what I'm saying? Now I'm on the stage in another country and I'm just going to say there's these white youths and white gal that are losing their mind <laughs> blood what it's a whole different world what but yeah man we, I mean we've spoken a lot about environments even at the beginning of conversations mm-hmm. mm. like, you enjoy being in the studio because that's when you feel like you can just be your a creative yeah and not having to be the chameleon mm-hmm. um, and then just there you spoke about no I like being the chameleon but if if we was, for example, I match my environment and then choose to stand out in that environment, I know that's going to sound weird, but like... No, that makes sense. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we was talking, if this podcast was about, like, if it was a finance po- podcast and how well Undeniable's done financially or how bad they've done or whatever it is, right, I necessarily probably wouldn't have this conversation in here. I'd have been like, let's go to my Shoreditch space because mm. that's more of a space I associate with, like, vision and finance and the projections and trajectory of where the business is going to be in the next couple of years. And I'd be more in that bag. Mm. And I might even, and not because I associate, no, 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 I do. I associate my clothes with wherever my mind's at. So you would have got a different drip. There would have been a different drip there. Do you know what I mean? It would have been a, I might add a high waist, little Charizard with the, with the, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. With the Gucci loafers, do you know what I'm saying? I wanna, cause I, I like to turn into that person that, mm-hmm. that is that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So um I do love being the chameleon. What I don't love is when you feel like you need to adapt Got you. to somewhere because of the outside pressures. But that's interesting because even just now you mentioned the bubble mm-hmm. and coming out of the bubble that is the ends. Mm-hmm. That's a I'm gonna call it a privilege, because it's a privilege that not many people 100%. have. Like, we're all here from South London and we mm. grew up in certain environments. Mm-hmm. And 
have been exposed to just mad stuff. I think K-Trap put out a tweet or something yeah, the other day when he spoke about, like, the more you, like, the longer you live out ends, the more you realise how mad it is what we were exposed to and what we grew up in. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to kind of, as one of my final questions, just try to understand from you what that moment was like to step out of that bubble that is South London Bro. and be exposed to all of this newness. It was like you'd been living in a simulation <laughs> and someone just took you out of the simulation and was like, you know that's a simulation, right? And then you're like, yeah, then they booted you back into it. <laughs> <laughs> so Lisa woke you up. Yeah, so you got back into the simulation, like, okay, okay. Yeah. What's real, what's not? Mm. Am I meant to be giving my man a screw face? Am I meant to feel like that? Raw, this girl acted like that towards me. Am I meant to like tell my, my, my girl cousin that's gangster? You get me? Gangster Keisha from Deptford. <laughs> Broccoli, I mean, to hot my hot her up on the phone and tell her, listen, pattern up. You get me? <laughs> Treat my little cousin right. Like, am I meant to do that? Am I meant to be like, oh, someone's violating me, let me spin their block? Like, what, what why? Yeah, yeah. I started to question, like, why? Because when I went to New Zealand, I remember going and starting a gang when I first went. Within the first two weeks, I'd started a gang. So my little cousin... Seeking out familiarity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. My Because it's my environment. Yeah. Mm. I need... My, wherever I've been living, I want to, living, create, I want, yeah, I need yeah. to create it to feel... Safe. Safe, and sense normal. of belonging, yeah. everything, to normalise it. Mm. So the first thing I need is I need people to walk around with me and follow me around everywhere I go and be willing to just risk it all if I say so. Mm. So... My little cousin's there. I'm like, yo, where's your friends? Like, I meet his friends. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm kind of scoping them out. Like, yeah, you, you're more of like a, yeah, you're more like, you're going to, yeah, this, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Then what happens? My cousin's mum starts finding little nanks in his school coat. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need to roll with it. Like, he's a good youth. He's in New Zealand. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't need them things. And then I started to see the negative influence I had after a while because we had a fight. We got in a fight with some some guys in the city centre but one guy, my cousin had been pumped up because he's rolling with me. He's moved to the guy, tapped the guy's pockets. Um, the guy didn't have it. I allegedly put him on his back. And then he's gone, cool. We're outside the place, the centre that we thought was our block. Mm. This posh flip. Not posh. No, New Zealand, mm. I'm sorry. Like, you've got the... Because you know what it is? You know people don't like to be robbed of their hood. Like, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, you yeah, guys' yeah. hood, but yeah. that to us is in like comparison. uptown, isn't it? Mm, Do you know mm, what I'm saying? Mm, so mm, you guys' centre is like uptown to us. So it's like an Oxford Circus, but we're... It's like being in Oxford Circus and we're posted outside like a McDonald's in Oxford Circus or... Harrods. No, no, Harrods is not in Oxford Circle. But yeah, Nighttown. Yeah, it's night like being outside right. Nighttown and being like, this was, we regulate this. But not we're not regulating in the terms of we're building a line or anything. We just post it. Yeah, yeah, and if yeah. we see any dodgy looking youths, we're going to, but why? What makes a youth dodgy <laughs> in a place where you have no ops? <laughs> so you're actually creating ops. Yeah. You get me? So the first you that walks past you that reminds you of someone that could be up in your end, you're moving them up, you're tapping pockets, laying them up, boom. He's coming back with, like, six, seven big um, Fijian guys, bro. Punched me up. <laughs> Finished me. Rattled. I've got my man, and I've got... You get me? Me, Ethan, Shiloh. You know, like, the man them that I said to my... Yeah, that's my squad. You get me? Like, we got... I, 
I'm seeing my man curl up in the corner. <laughs> I'm curl up. My cousin's curl up. I'm all, I'm all getting up. Going, like, oh seeing someone gosh. punching my cousin, punching them to get them off my cousin. Then they're piling on me. Then my cousin's running over, punching them. Then they're, like, it was nah. nuts. That was that day we battled. Right? <laughs> I went home. So yeah. battled. I went back to my uncle's house, which is a nice yard. Looking around, like, bro. <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. I've got, like, my eyes all mash up. My face is, you get me? Mm. What am I doing? My little cousin, who's an innocent youth, it just got, he's got bruises. <laughs> like, why? Why? <laughs> and then I just, I literally, I won't lie, that, that, that beating that we got that day snapped me out of it. Because mm. I said, right, all this time you thought you was this brother in the ends that you were from. Mm. But that's because you knew you could make a phone call mm. and there would be something there in five minutes. Or you could make a phone call and 20 people are going to come and fight your battle with you. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And... When I'm now over there, I can't make that phone call. This is, you've just been punched up. Mm. The, the, what I would have had to go through to get punched up in the ends is nuts. You'd have to catch me slipping without 10 people, which I was never without less than 10 people. Yeah. You'd have to fight everyone and then fight me, blood. Or you'd have to catch me. I would go shopping in Lucian to buy trainers and I'd have my whole area with me. Mm. So you're not... To, to, mm, to even mm, get punched mm. in the face, it would have to be someone that knows me because mm. otherwise you wouldn't have been that close to me. Again, I was never an El Chapo. I'm just saying, <laughs> this is how I set up for myself back then, right? Yeah. Um, so New Zealand, without all them layers and me thinking, I'm the boss. and Bro, I was reminded, you're not no boss, blood. You're not no boss hair, fam. <laughs> you're not no mm. boss hair. Hold this, black. Hold this, black. <laughs> Hold this one, black. Hold this boot. <laughs> Man's getting stamped out. I'd never been stamped out in my life, blood. A man treated man like doormat. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to New Zealand, blood. <laughs> Humble your back oh, here. Oh, yes, I got turned over. Oh, then my days. I won't lie. That is when I then came out the simulation mm. again and I was like, raw. I don't have to have a screw face here. I don't mm, have to be mm, walking mm. around angry. Like, my uncle taught me the power of a smile. He said, your smile, he actually said to me, he said, your smile, your life, will, your, all these things you dream about and you get about, when you learn the power of your smile, because it's a beautiful smile and it's powerful, everything will, every door will open. Mm. He said, your smile will open every door and, I, and it has. Do you know what I'm saying? But to circle back, sorry, um, I'm in love chat, man. I don't really <laughs> chat to too much people, you understand? Like, no, I'm very, I'm just, but we're grateful as well. Do you, know what? Yeah. Do, you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? I was saying, I was saying, I was saying, or even thinking that, like, you don't speak that that often nah. out, and I'm very grateful. We're very nah, grateful to have it, you man. here. You Thanks know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. Yeah, I don't, man. I protect my voice. My, <laughs> I don't know if you've clocked on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You hardly see my face on mm -hmm. my story. Mm -hmm. If you see my face, it'll only be if I'm performing or something, or I'm doing some. I'm trying to tell you something because mm -hmm. I I, I want to put value around yeah. my image. Yeah. I want to put value around it. I don't want you to see it every single day. Like, mm. I want I want to put value around my voice as well. I want to sit down and talk to people that I, I love and respect. I don't want to be like, I'm doing a whole press run of interviews and it's it's a press run. I don't want it to feel yeah. like no press run. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, I want to have real moments with people. I want to put my face on camera when I feel like, yeah, Borman, yeah, yeah, come to this thing or I'm going to be here or I'm... I want to. I want it to lead to to some sort of human interaction or experience. Do 
Don't just be like, oh, I'm just on camera every day. Yeah, check my outfit. No, <laughs> bro. I wear the craziest drip you'd never see. Facts. Sometimes. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? You got to catch me on that day. Like, yeah, 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 I could yeah, put yeah, the yeah. outfit on my Instagram and boom, 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 but I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah, and that's yeah, just yeah. my trust. I don't have anything against anyone that uses their Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how I'm still rooted in the real thing. And that's why another reason I don't do much interviews because I'm like, people are going to come and they don't actually, they haven't actually invested in getting to know you mm. outside of getting to know you in the interview. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, you you saying like, boom, you heard me freestyle for the first time. You told your girl. Then you guys have probably spoken, been like, oh, Cozy's doing this. Do you know what I mean? It's from you first met me, you 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 opened up a tab on your browser and said, ah, let me, I've got <laughs> yeah, a code yeah, tab yeah. now. Do you know what I'm saying? Trust. You didn't just never open up a tab and then just pop up like, do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like... Quick I Google search. Yeah, I don't know you as much as I, I don't care, but the conversation has been like, uh, you've been asking me things as well. Do you know what I'm saying? It's been balanced. It hasn't just been like one-sided. Like, yo, my bro, like, yeah, 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 like yeah, no, yeah. we're bro. Like, yo, this is the gang then. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Welcome, we're having bro. a chat. <laughs> yeah, like, we're having a chat and that's, I, I only want to invest in like real moments. Mm. And it's again, like when I had to just quickly jump on that business call, it was like, they were suggesting that I get the, the, the web, uh, like a booking service that puts you on a, website across other studios and like it just basically puts you into a domain where like an Airbnb for studios for studios mm. exactly but I'm like no I need to see where we're at organically first mm. Mm. because demand first yeah because we've done it. all this work in the community for the last year the studio's finally open after a year like I want to see what it does organically before we go and just push it and then mm-hmm. that pushes out people that do you know what I mean? I want to go like organically and be like look this is open okay yeah, these are the real numbers these are the people that have come through okay now let's service those people and then go on websites and mm. then turn it into you know mm. what I mean but yeah um sorry man I go on tangents no, I don't bro, get to you know talk what? much it's yeah, okay so man I don't get to talk much do you know what yeah like I just believe that you're here in this place right now because of everything that you've had to live through experience mm. overcome and like even just you telling us the little stories about you like going to St. Lucia, mm. going to New Zealand and everything else in between and just learning off that, bro. Like, you were always destined to be undeniable, innit? Yeah, I appreciate you get it, it. So I appreciate it. Like, for real, for real, yeah. bro. For real. Because, like, if you... And, and, and what I would say is that if you actually wanted to learn anything more about Koda, he's actually doing something that I've hardly ever seen. I don't think I've seen on IG right now. And he's telling his story with giving context to the man that he is right now mm. from the very beginning. So if you, like, you didn't tell everything, like, today. Yeah. And there's so much that you could tell. There's so much. And, bruv, and, this could be... Uh, bruv, we have yeah. to do a part two for <laughs> we, sure. We'll have to, we'll have to. But, like, if you if you feel like you want to learn anything more about code, please tell them where they can find you, bro. Um, Instagram, official code, that's official, K-O-D-E-R, um... That's where the context is living at the moment. Mm-hmm. I basically, long story short, I decided to just take everything off my Instagram mm. that was originally on it because I realised it was a bit too lifestyle mm-hmm. And even though I deserve lifestyle, <laughs> no one had context as to what even... I'm popping up, I'm in LA, I'm there, I'm these places, I'm with these people. Like It's like, wait, how... Very did, important how people, did by you, the way. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Like, wait, how did you go from... Do you get what I'm saying? And I always say a story about context is a lie. Mm. So I'm like, 
if I believe that and I subscribe to that, then people must be confused. Like, is he a rapper? Is he a businessman? Is he now he's doing no, he's always done community, but now like like do you know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me just strip that's calm, man. DIY, that code of DIY special. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep you on your toes, you man. You're still in the hood. Stay humble, stay humble. You know, Broccoli's looking a bit pretty now, man. So people forget. So what we do is just make sure the seller takes a bit. So it just shocks people now, man. Kieran, flip. I ain't yeah, seen you flip like that before, Kieran. I thought it was an animal, bro. That's happened to me. That was so old house. No, bro. That was like, I'm in the hood, bro. No, no, no. Do you know what it is? It's the. So basically, every, like I have never been to a studio, mm-hmm. a good studio that doesn't have LEDs. Of course. So it's basically when it gets too hot, the glue starts to uh, to melt. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. one time I had LEDs in my crib. I went on holiday, mm-hmm. come back after summer, the thing falling no, off. No, the whole yeah. Time. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. But basically, the heat melts the glue that's uh, on the underside. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. why it does that. I'm gonna I'm I'm get a solution for that one there. But yeah, um, what was I saying? Yeah. Lifestyle, context. Yeah, yeah. So context is it's giving you an insight to be able to look from pretty much the beginning. It's not the beginning mm-hmm. of my journey because I've got another idea for like when I was in primary school. I want to I want to depict that in another way. Sick. But I've started from the part of when I started getting into the streets because I wanted people to... You know when you watch a film and it starts with the ending mm-hmm. well not the ending it starts with the middle first draws you in and then kind of breaks you the context. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. what um, I know it had a lot of controversy but the Jeffrey Dahmer mm-hmm. thing started yeah, like that it exactly. started with like the end exactly. him getting arrested and then going you back, go back, back because yeah. it's like you wanna I wanted to, to put people at the centre of the, the the drama which was you know I'm going to New Zealand my mum's going through what she's going through. I'm in the hood. The picture I put up is... the, the One of the first pictures I put up is me with my yellow hoodie. I'm in my kitchen. I'm with the man them. Got, I blurred it out, but I had something I shouldn't have had in my hand. And mm. I'm just with the man. That's, that was how I was living, bruv. Do you get me? And someone just happened to be like, let's take a picture. Because back then it wasn't really about pictures. Especially when you're... You get me? Yeah, so yeah. So someone's just gone, let me take a picture. Then I've stumbled across the picture and I'm like, bruh, blood. <sighs> Stand on it. Yeah. Then I clocked, oh yeah, the yellow. I remember like yellow was allegedly what the man used to change into to to make it look like he weren't there when he was. Cause it's such a bright colour as opposed to what he was allegedly wearing. But then yellow's now my logo because it represents freedom to me. <laughs> because it is the reason I yeah, have freedom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm clocking all these things and I'm like, bro, I need to give people context. How? Yeah, it's wicked, man. I'm, it's wicked. So yeah, that's 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 it's where wicked. it is. You can go on my Instagram and you can follow that journey of context. And then um then I'm going to launch the Undeniable pages as well. I'm just going to centralise them because I've got records, studios and films. But I've actually got the word undeniable now on Instagram. Handle. So I actually got the at undeniable, just at undeniable. Amazing. So I'm just going to centralise everything to there. So you'll be able to see yeah. like the journey of how that started and the footage of what we do at Undeniable, which is like serve the community, foster local Sick. greatness. So you get to see that. And then you, if you want to follow my music journey or my creative journey as Coda, you can follow that as well. And then you get like both sides of the spectrum. Bro. Thank you so much for this, your time. I appreciate it. I understand how much time means to you. And thank you for sharing and being open. Because as as I said, it's not something that you always do. Mm -hmm. And I hope, like, everyone that sits down and listens to this, like, 
can take a little bit away from them. Because I oh, think this would be like a New Year's, like a first one in the New Year yeah. as well. So it's like a, a bit fresh. Yeah, Happy New Year, man. <laughs> Happy New Year. So you've been listening to the Out of Home podcast with your boys, Kieran and Yaf, and we have been joined by or with the legend that is Coda, Undeniable. You and them boys like Thank crazy. you, man. Appreciate you both, man. Yeah, man. Love. Love. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.